0: Before I hit record, I turned you off, so I had to start it over. Are so we rolling? Yeah, now
1: we're official. Okay, chapter one: the <laughs> UE scene. Ready? <laughs> it was a, it was a crisp, still night outside London Bridge Station, and our breath curled in the air. I was horny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Nah. Wait, I you don't... should have been whispering to make it ASMR.
1: <laughs> Dude, look at that! Literally looks like one of your human offline shoots. It does.
2: <laughs> <laughs> On this book. He's even wearing the fucking hood.
1: For anyone listening, <laughs> the book's called "Explore Everything" by Bradley L. Garrett, and if you look, there's a hooded figure on top of a bridge. It literally looks like the photo shoots I've done for <laughs> for Andrew for the past
0: yes. couple years. That was strategically placed. There, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a plug right there. Yeah. Did you Did you buy this at an actual bookstore? Did you? I bought it at the top of that tower. Did you? I had to meet him at the top of the tower. No, to but do you still
1: board. go to bookstores, or do you just do you use Amazon? Oh, no, I got that on Amazon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I No, actually, not even Amazon. I got it from the publisher. When's the last time you That's went to a bookstore? That's why it's falling apart. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. When was the last bookstore you saw? Oh, you know what's still kicking? Barnes & Noble at Montclair Plaza. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. There it blew used my to mind. A- I was like, how did Borders fail, but Barnes & Noble? Because and it was on the border of the freaking mall and no one knew it was there it was everybody went there it was always busy uh i thought i had a good joke oh sorry Um, i stomped all over it (laughs) but i guess barnes and nobles still going (laughs) yeah they're still going and there was nobody in there i don't know how who's bankrolling that failed franchise do you read a lot andrew
2: yeah i've read i think four books this year so far good for you I i just finished um uh, the Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday, Stoicism book. Mm. He's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. He is great. I'm yeah. reading I'm reading Flea's
1: autobiography, Asset oh, nice. for the Children. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. And the reason I like it is because every page is a new chapter.
0: <laughs> every page is a new chapter. <laughs> yeah. Really? So it's
1: like, I can't stand when a chapter is like 40 pages, 50 pages. It's just like, yeah, you
2: know the millhouse in me is like, when are they going
1: to get to the fireworks factory? Like, I just can't wait for the end.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> what I did was, I was actually, I, I probably shouldn't have done this, but I read a book before I finished um, Obstacles the Way. It was a book about a woman who is a sociopath and it's called Confessions of a Sociopath Hiding in, Hiding in Plain Sight. I heard about this. You should get it, it's yeah. really fascinating. And I'm like, you know what, I've never really understood how a sociopath thinks or observes the world and I'm really curious. And I would, I would, what I would do is I would like nine o'clock is like my wind down, wind down hour. I, mm. I don't like, I try not to look at my phone or watch TV or listen to music. It's, it's literally just, I'm in bed with a book and like a light on in the corner of my bedroom. You are so responsible. And I try, I'm just getting old. I think you should use a candle instead. A like, candle? Really get into the mood of like. Or a gas you know. lamp. A gas lamp. <laughs> a lantern. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I basically was doing that. And I was reading this book and I'm like, I don't know if I should be reading this before I go to bed, you know. Well it's not
1: goosebumps.
2: No, but <laughs> but some of her stories were like <laughs> dude like like some of her stories of like how she would treat people and her yeah. it's not just people she knew, but her childhood and how her parents were. I'm like, This is gonna give me some fucking nightmares tonight. But it didn't, yeah, luckily. Uh, but it gave you a lot to think about. I'm sure it gave me a lot to think about and I'm like start analyzing everybody you ever met and you're like, Oh,
0: who was a psycho or sociopath?
2: Well, I think my main takeaway was there's a lot of aspects of like what a sociopath is and how they observe the world that a lot of people have traits of, you know? Yeah. And it it was curious. It was very fascinating, but I read that book before I would go to bed and then I stopped doing that. I'm like, I'm not really feeling good now. So I'm going to just kind of read this (laughs) during the day and, and just try to finish it off. And it was it was very fascinating. Um, yeah, I've never read a book like that before. And, and and then she compared like a sociopath to a psychopath. And the main thing of like a sociopath is they do not care what happens to them. Mm-hmm. And if they do like stupid things in life and make stupid choices, it's because they're into the thrill, not the result. They're 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 in for the ride. Yeah, and that's the best part of like why they make the decisions they make, or you know, screw over the people they do, or use use the people that they. Um, you know, no, and and like just dump them like they're nothing, and just move on to like the next thing. It's like they have like they they just lack complete empathy. And I thought that was like really fascinating. And then at the, the the best part when I finished it was I figured out I am not a sociopath because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of traits that she has that I don't. I'm like <laughs> great success.
0: So. I took one of those online quizzes. It was like thirty six questions. I scored pretty low, so I was pretty happy about it. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, I, that was a long time ago, so I should probably take it again just to be safe. But, uh,
2: yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't. What, what about you guys? Any books you guys have read this year that are worth mentioning?
0: Uh, he was just holding one. Um, Wicked Game: The Tragic Story of James Calvin Wilsey. Is it the tragic story, something like that?
1: So, do you like nonfiction a lot? Because I like nonfiction. I like
0: a lot of nonfiction. Yeah. Well, I also did that for a podcast, but that was it. Was ended up being like a really good book, really good bio on that guy, and it was about just like a descent into drug use and eventual just he died of complete organ failure. Oh jeez. In Eagle Rock, I think. Oh wow! And now I'm gonna think about that every time I'm on the freeway (laughs) driving past Eagle Rock. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Every time you see a tent, yeah, you know, he was homeless for like a week, and then he died. But like he, yeah, he just you had know, a rough life, and he was a bassist for a band called The Avengers. He wrote the hook for "Wicked Game" by Chris Isaac.
1: I was about to like make a little joke about that because yeah. that is the I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. That's him,
0: him in the beginning. He wrote that Wow. Riff, yeah. So he wrote that. He skyrocketed them to success, and then he uh, started getting into drugs and alcohol and just a descent it's, into sadness it
1: is an uh, unfortunate universal kind of aspect of a lot of artists and it's yeah. unfortunate like the more I, the more i the more i reflect now as a kid when i looked at all the things all the all the musicians movie stars and all those people that inspire you and mm-hmm. get you in, and get you interested in those realms you, you always look at their work and just assume like, oh, they everything just must be great for them. Like, they're yeah. good for them. They must have just tried it and instantly got success and it, it must be just smooth sailing. And now you go, no, it's like the exact opposite. Then you start reading all these autobiographies and you realize like, damn, all the people I looked up to, it's like, it's an eye opener of just like how much like pain and suffering and, you know, mm-hmm. addiction, unfortunately, all those yeah. things just happen. It's always in the background. And it, and it inspires some of the great ri- writings. Mm-hmm but damn like what a what an awful you know
0: trade off yeah right like sometimes it's the price of greatness is internal pain internal like like fatal pain right it sucks yeah. but you know, what else do we get otherwise we get like the wiggles you know they didn't hurt or maybe they did who knows maybe they're all tortured inside but
2: what's, what's that again? The wiggles, the
0: wiggles. Do you remember them? You don't remember that? It was like a kid's thing. It was just like five English dudes. Just,
2: oh, it was like yeah, the aquabats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Got gotcha. the pretense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was just a kid's thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, but it's just so, I don't know, plain and, and, and pure and simple because first off it's meant for kids. And I don't know if maybe they're, they're all drug addicts or something, but, and like just tortured people, but it's like that always seems to be the price. You have to be tortured inside to do anything, yeah, tr- like truly impactful.
1: <laughs> or just like a f- like you know you you hear about certain celebrities, I don't know, like like that. You know it comes to light like they were very like they're very mean yeah a lot of people they all say the same thing about certain people working with them or working for them is just a nightmare they do not treat people you're like damn man i had this whole other vision of how i thought this person was but that's just the naivety of being you know we're all kind of stuck in our own little cocoon where we we just have this perception of the world that we think but that's only our perception yeah everything everything is different
0: i don't count assholes though because they're just i hate assholes so much and, yeah, I mean, it's weird how it doesn't, like, right? I, I don't know. I don't know where
1: that comes from. That's just, that's just very intricate. You know? I remember
0: reading about uh, Jennifer Lopez when she was on tour. This is, I don't know, ten plus years ago. No, maybe like in her heyday, early aughts. Uh, she would she would stay at a hotel, and she would have uh, the floor above her and b- below her floor, uh, she'd have it all rented out and empty, just so she wouldn't have to see anybody. And she would still spray the entire restaurant with whatever perfume she was hawking because she's just a narcissist. Wow. And I'm like, is that the price, too? I don't know.
2: That's that's a whole another level of power, yeah. too. <laughs> to have that amount of power, to yeah. be like, I'm going to buy out the floor above me and and, and, and just like gasp these people in the yeah. restaurant <laughs> with my latest perfume. Yeah. You know, it's also like kind of a clever way to do like product placement too, in a fucked up way. But yeah, I don't know. It's I don't
1: know. Isn't that interesting? Maybe it
2: worked. Or certain people, you're like
1: certain people you know. Like when you first meet them, everything's real ideal, everything's great. But then you you see their true character. Like eventually, you know, it's always it's always a letdown. It's always weird. Oh yeah, I was thinking like you and I have literally Mm -hmm. been. The same sense of humor, the same people since we first met. Yeah, we've been consistent. So I know for it's like everything's years. very genuine between mm-hmm. us. But it's like there are certain people I've met where, like, yeah, when you first meet them, usually it's because you're out and it's over like some beer, and it's like, yeah, we're having a great time. And then like once you meet them in more of a sober state, you realize like, oh, damn, you're, yeah, you're a
2: grade A piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like a like, oh. like a honeymoon phase with with everyone. Mm-hmm. Or, or I think I think we were talking about this last week and how everyone on social media has a facade, you know, they are not who they say they are on their Instagram or Facebook or, or TikTok or whatever. And as soon as you meet them in person, it's, it's like you have this complete different image or expectation of who they are because you've already been, you know, kind of like conditioned to have this imagination of what they're like through their Instagram account yeah. you know, and, and all their, their, their lush photos and, you know, whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. All their thirst traps, thirst traps. (laughs) Yeah. And and just, you know, humble bragging and, and then you meet them in person and I'm like, you cannot be any more boring, you know, or, or you're not what you were pretending what you are on Instagram, you know, at all. And, and it's just like, this is, this is the problem with social yeah. media is that their,
1: their 2D display on, on a screen is more three dimensional than their actual three dimensional self. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Your personality like it's is like two a, dimensional. Yeah it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's
1: unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Um, I'm no longer on there and I, you know, I know Andrew has been promoting and I feel bad cause I can't, I can't blast anything out. I guess I could post it at an actual physical place, like say, oh, it's on, it's on, uh, it's on yeah. the wall, it's on the wall. Grassroots, yeah. yeah.
0: You could, you could, just, could like, you print know, out flyers. Sure. Yeah, just I don't. Wheat paste I, and, yeah. Uh, a really good printer. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm gonna go to Sunset Strip, and uh, <laughs> you know where I gotta go before they they're gonna bulldoze it. They're gonna start construction next year, but I never been to the Viper Room. I gotta Oh, go. I
0: was there. Uh, a couple I need ago. to go. I, I, think I was in there once.
1: There's a I, there's a documentary I watched. You know uh, that you know Vice that channel. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they had for longest time they had a they had like this this series on YouTube. It was probably on TV obviously too, but it was on YouTube uploaded. It was like called the Dark Side of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And one of the first episodes was the Viper Room, and it was such a well constructed documentary and they interview all the right people where that was just like this little secret hideout in the 90s with all the, everyone would just, all the celebrities would go there to escape because obviously Johnny Depp run it.
2: He, he owned it, right? Yeah, he owned it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know he owned he it. Owned yeah, he oh. owned
1: it. And I mean, it was such a cool documentary. Like the guy from Counting Crows, the lead singer, he, at the height of his fame, because he just wanted to escape the spotlight, that's where he hung out and he became a bartender there just for fun. He really? literally bartend there. Obviously it's famous because River Phoenix died in the front of it, yeah, and they have that chilling uh, audio. You can hear Walking Phoenix calling the oh, yeah calling nine one one. Oh, it's oh, terrible. Geez, but I've always, I I, it was such a well put together documentary that it like inspired me. Like shit, I've never been there. Like I gotta, I gotta go check it out. Just, to, I love that kind of stuff.
0: I and, thought it was seeing the last show there, and then they kept booking Yeah, shows there, so I looked, I and, going and it's
1: still going. I guess by next year, mm-hmm. they're gonna start the the past you know, the, the trading off, and then it's gonna be literally just bulldoze and there's going to be a new like 12-story apartment building it's weird oh my god it sucks it sucks that like even when like in jetpacks like when we went out to uh uh the sunset strip i never really knew the history of the sunset strip but even then it wasn't as like when you look at what it was in the 80s and even like early 90s like man that place was on fire that was like the if you wanted to do what was that what was that term you said for putting flyers up
0: oh grassroots
1: grassroots yeah Mm -hmm. um Wow, how exciting it must have been back then. That's where you went, probably, to put up all your flyers. and Yeah, you, know.
0: you still see them out there. You know, people still do that.
1: Uh, Give good head. Call this number. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like
2: that. Yeah. You don't actually hear, it's you know. Kid. Oh, potato. He was he was drinking your water, by the way. I caught him. Oh, did you? Yeah. This little best You know, cats, they like to lick their buttholes, so watch out.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm... <laughs> I'm now death. Justin's worried look about at his butthole Herbisa. right now.
2: Yeah.
1: Aren't you? You're cleaning
0: your own butthole yeah, right now. Yeah, but it's now. mine. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. <laughs> I got my own amoebas to worry about.
2: Oh, no, potato. <laughs> potato town. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. Your phone okay? Oh, yeah. Check out my new case.
0: That okay. case, yeah. I was going to like, Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It's pretty
0: cool. It's completely non functional. Uh, sucks. <laughs> But, and and a, so are all the people personally. that operate those kind of cameras No, I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding Yeah, I we're mean, going. what do you need to get an old Minolta? Um, no, <laughs> I actually
1: just um, got one from a family member um, There was a passing in the, in their family mm. And they had a bunch of old cameras that their father collected okay, And they knew that I liked photography So they, they sent me one and it's like yeah. an old Sears camera Oh, cool And it's got like genuine leather on it It's great mm. um, But am I going to use it that much? No
0: No, it's impractical. Well, I don't know,
1: because you don't post on social media. Well, if someone wanted, like, (laughs) if if Andrew, you were like, oh, Vinny, I'd like to do a shoot with, like, film just for the fun of it. Like, we could both shoot, we could shoot digitally, but we could also just have a roll of film just for the fun. Totally, I'll use it. But would I use it, other than that, as, like, serious work? No, I I don't, I don't, like, uh, it, I don't, would, Andrew, would you want to record stuff if you had a chance, or had the choice? Would you want to record analog? Or do you go no fuck that? Digital is so um, so much more giving, and there's so much more that you can do. Like, you know, me
2: with music gear, I'm go talking like a real. I'm <laughs> saying
1: you went forward. Money's not money's there's it's limitless. You can buy whatever okay. you wanted for your own ideal studio. Mm-hmm. Would you Would you create a setup? Some like some aspect of it, aspect of it, where you would record a lot of analog as well. Like, do you have any interest
0: in yeah. analog? Um.
2: Well, you know, I have a, I have a Moog, and that's all analog. And it does take a lot more work to get it connected into Ableton. And, but I, I, I've since created um, like pre, preset tracks where I can just drag and drop it into Ableton and it's good to go. and I don't have to do any routing and everything's already connected. But yes, if, if I had way more hardware since, then yeah, I'd have to have like a huge studio with like a patch bay and all these wires going from you know input one to two and then you know um, or input one to, or output one to input one and one to two and so on. It's a lot more work and you need the fucking space to do that, you know? And so I guess to answer your question, no, (laughs) 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 because I'm also like, I I, I was brought up in that when I started producing music, I was, I was taught how to do everything digital, you know, analog is just kind of like boutique and it's more like, like analog um, or like modular sense. That's like a hobbyist thing. And as much as I would love to have like, an entire wall of analog synths like Deadmau5 does or Hans Zimmer or the guys from Depeche Mode it's also a lot of a lot of effort and time you have to put in to get all that connected and powered on and if something craps out you have to pull it out of the rack you have to troubleshoot it you have to do some soldering if you have that skill set it's it's just that versus a plugin that i can just delete and then reinstall i'm like that i would go with that because i also want to be able to put more time into creativity versus you know Building things and, and getting it right, and then making sure everything's timed correctly, and then making sure my MIDI clock is is in sync. All that shit is the punishments of using analog gear, and versus today where I have I have I have digital plugins that emulate analog gear, and it sounds almost exactly the same. So I think if you like getting your hands dirty and you just like the the intimacy of like touching analog gear, then that's for that guy. But I don't think I'm there yet. You know, as much as I love playing with my Mo, because that's all physical yeah. and you have to patch, you know, patch cables into them. I love doing that, but I think I'm going to, I'm trying to like create limitations because my goal is to create as much as I can versus being hands on as much as I can and connecting all these analog keyboards and, and you know, uh, drum machines or whatever. I, I, I love just getting ready as quickly as possible because if I have an idea in here that spark that sparks fading the second I thought about it. you know mm. Like today I thought of this really great melody and it's gone because I didn't I didn't pull up my phone to like record it with my voice and then go into Ableton and, and transcribe that into you know MIDI notes and pitch and stuff. It's completely gone now and that sucks. That's, that's my thing is like if I have an idea, I want to run to my studio really quickly and, and get it out of my head before it's gone. And I think if I had, if I just had like analog gear, it's like, well, shit. Now I have to connect this cable. I have to turn it on, let it warm up for fifteen minutes, and then make sure it's in sync. That's, just, that's <laughs> so too it much seems work like I'm you're saying again. There,
1: so it seems like you're saying there are certain aspects that you appreciate and would love about, about analog, but you're more about no. Digital is here to stay. We might as well utilize it to its what it you know to its capacity. Which yeah. I think is so much more far-reaching than what analog could do. Analog is just all they had back then. But I will say, yes, I do find a charm to like certain style recordings, like the sound of Motown. I haven't heard anyone be able to try to emulate that sound, but it's like that's just that was theirs. That was what they discovered. That was what uh sound they could acquire with their gear back then. Like, because now, like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I hear new albums by bands that have been around for a long time, and I go, you know. It's almost like a new Spielberg film. Like, the cinematography is too clean. It's too perfect. Everything looks too glazed and overly perfected. Like, and sometimes that is the same with music. Yeah. You know, like old U2 records sound way better than new U2 records for a lot of reasons. But just, just the sound quality, I go, this just sounds too clean. But. Could they, in some shape or form, still emulate that old
2: sound that they had with current technology? Oh, of course. My 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 mastering suite has plugins that emulate tape emulations. Okay, and, and it and, sounds um, good. It sounds great. It's analog mm. warmth and saturation. And when people talk about, oh, it's just, I love the warmth. I'm like, can you describe that for me? Because I could easily go into, uh, it's called Ozone, and I could I could throw a plugin in there to create that warmth in a digital form. And the end user, the person listening to my song who has no knowledge of how music is made or production or anything they could not care less about you know I, if I said to them can you hear the difference they could say no you know they might they might start to trick themselves into saying yeah actually I hear a difference but I don't think they really could and that's why a lot of a lot of music today there are ways to make it dirty there's ways to grab you know like digital dirt and you can sprinkle that on your song to make it sound warm or saturated or like it's from a different era there's ways to do it I just think there's 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 just two sides to that and you know, as much as I love my Moog and analog hardware and stuff, I just feel like my workflow is better in the digital realm, but I'm not canceling out analog anytime soon. You know, if I had the money and the space to do it, I think I would start to kind of dip my toes in in that water and, and try to, you know, learn about it and, and, and build a collection of synths to, like, expand my arsenal. But today, I, I'm fine with my limited scope of gear I use and my plugins and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I think there's just too many... There's too many options, and that leads to option paralysis too. You know, people are just overwhelmed with like, man, I spent 500 bucks on all these plugins and mm-hmm. and this synthesizer and all these things that YouTube channels told me I needed to be a better musician, and now I don't know what to do. I don't know what to choose. Yeah, you get that. Then that happens, and then that takes the fun out of the creativity. It's also, I, it's hard too, because to an extent, what I'm about to say, like I
1: I support, but I understand there's there's a lot of exceptions, but it's like. Like I look back at like when I was first getting into photography or just like you know or music or like filmmaking like what I liked is I didn't at the time we didn't have YouTube to the extent that people have YouTube today where it's like oh I want to be a filmmaker let me watch all these videos on guys giving me advice or you know on how to be a better filmmaker how to how to develop craft it's like I didn't no I just went out and created and I miss those days I don't <clears> miss the I don't miss the limitation of like technology where like I'd use crappy cameras but I miss just being like, man, it was a great way to learn because I was just so obsessed with just going out and doing it. doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, like, if anyone gets into anything, especially like photography, I first need to like watch all these videos on what's the proper. Like I said before, before we recorded, what's the proper megapixel count I need? Yeah. Or if I don't have that megapixel count, I will not be. A, it's like no, you're you are completely ass backwards. Like trust me, like it. You don't. That that's a problem too. Is you have all like you said, uh, option. What was it? Pro- Process, Yeah. Where it's like there's. Endless channels of photography, of music, of people giving their advice. But Mm. it's like, that's not the only way. Like, find your own way by just going out and doing it. No, totally. And that's how you develop Mm. your own craft. Yeah. That's how you develop your own fingerprint in that medium.
0: I'm going through the same thing with... Uh, I'm shopping for telescopes and equipment for astrophotography, and there's a million and one videos on, on the topic and all these people with their own, their own opinions and their own techniques and everything, and it's fascinating stuff to read about, but then paralysis. Now I'm like, yeah. oh, I've seen it all. I'm kind of yeah. over it now. Like, yeah. you know, a, I, a
1: guy will have a, a compelling video about that specific mm. thing, and then you read one comment that goes, this is why you're wrong. <laughs> blah, blah, blah 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 I stopped reading reviews I hate those as videos as a reviewer I my favorite reviews my time. favorite reviews for camera gear is every, I swear you can look it up hmm. every go to any B&H or Amazon or anywhere that sells gear hmm. and I'm sure they do this with, with music um, but it's like there will be one guy in there if not a, a plethora of i've been doing photography for 30 years my first camera was the blah 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 then i got into that blah 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 when i finally got th- it's like dude no one gives write a f-
0: fucking book yeah <laughs> no yeah. one cares about your biography yeah. of your life like i'm sorry <laughs> but they just don't like just talk about you know what i mean like it, it's yeah just, everybody has a microphone now so everybody just oh, it's, rambles it's weird it's like sitting at a coffee shop and somebody comes up to you and just like wants to talk to you it's, i don't
2: know well yeah social media gives you a platform to the entire world and everyone isn't everyone thinks they're entitled to tell their life story or document every moment of their life but they kind
0: of are because the platform is open right the floor is open for everybody
2: yeah and it sucks it's a
0: double-edged sword but
1: here's the sad thing though if forrest gump was (laughs) today and he was sitting on a bench wanting to talk to people there they wouldn't look over once because
2: they would be on their phone yeah. Oh, well, they would think he was a weirdo. No, he would just go on TikTok <laughs> and be like, my name was Forrest Gump. Last gone. <laughs> talk. would fucking block him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he
0: would be at. Yeah. I, I would,
1: Twitter would shadow ban him.
0: I wonder what he you would know. get busted for. Like, do you think he would be just naive to child porn? Oh, my like, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, he wouldn't get it. He's like, oh, I just. this was Jenny from when we met.
1: You know what's good is that, oh my God. you know, they never. I, we'll never know because they never made a sequel and they should never. Just like they should, just like they should remake. No, hang
2: on a second. There's there's some kind of Indian remake coming out of Forrest Gump. I saw a trailer for it when I saw Nope at um, Alamo Drafthouse. I I, I shit you not,
1: like a Bollywood film. Yeah, somebody's
2: remaking Forrest Gump in the Bollywood film industry over in India. Whoa, it's crazy.
1: I wonder if they ever had a like. There was that age where like they took every
2: movie and did a shitty porn title. So like, was there there Forrest (laughs) Gump? I'm sure that (laughs) exists. Yeah. you know There's I mean? some dark corner of the internet that is out Jenny, there. Jenny, what are you doing like, to? Uh, <laughs> what if she's like, Jenny, I just discovered this neat new website called 8chan. <laughs> you know, I wrote my manifesto on there. <laughs> did, did you know Trump really won the election? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> did you know those lizard people running the government? <laughs> hey, Jenna, might be Jenna. <laughs> Jenny, where are you going? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. but she's out. She's like, down Yeah, she's, she's already, already halfway to, down Alabama. Um, um, but
1: yeah no no one no one I don't think would uh would uh give him their um I'm at a loss of words today I'm their sorry. attention Jesus their, their attention <laughs> because, because they would be on their phone but the yeah. wrong,
2: I
0: think the wrong people would give him their attention like he'd get attention but it would just be they'd get caught in a feedback loop of just. Yeah. they have the same story they just end up repeating what he said and it, it would just get you know it wouldn't go anywhere and he would never own Bubba Gum like this
1: one's dumb but I was I was re-watching uh, I haven't even watched the new Spider-Man's I don't really watch hero movies that much anymore they kind of yeah. got played out for me but I was re-watching uh, the, the old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's yeah which I still enjoy I think those are very fun movies I love them yeah and the second one especially is is wonderful but there's that scene where he stops the train with the uh, you know his webs oh and yeah that looked ridiculous and, and then oh I know <laughs> But he does, and then they're carrying him, and he's maskless, and everyone's like, "No, don't worry, we won't tell anyone." And I'm back when I'm like, "Fuck that!" If that was like today, there'd be people doing (laughs) selfies
0: with them, doing all this
1: shit. Like everyone's recording. Like, are you? Can you believe this shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just we got him. Like that movie could now only be sensible for us watching back in the day. Because now, me watching and me watching any movie now, I always compare it to like, "Oh, that's so unrealistic now." Because like, how today's day and age would like, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, did you did you watch um, Multiverse of Madness? No, I haven't watched any of it. Okay, so I Sam, Sam Raimi, I need,
1: to re- I need to watch and We need to have like a movie night. And yeah, like, come over. I love I, I love the Marvel movies. I I'm just I don't go to the theaters to watch those.
2: I don't anymore. I, I the I just, last one I saw was Multiverse of Madness. I don't really go to the movies anymore. And the so... people sitting around me were just talking the whole time. The dude yeah. to my right, he would he was just like he w- it was like Mystery Science Theater. He was just like <laughs> commentating yeah. on everything. And then the person in front of me on their phone, and I'm like, I'm here alone. I can't say anything to anyone or else I get my ass kicked. I'm outnumbered numbered here. Yeah, shut up, nerd. So I just, I was like, you know what? I'm making a fucking vow right now. This is the last time I'm seeing a movie. And then Jason actually turned me on to Alamo Drafthouse. He was like, this is a place for movie lovers because if people are being rude or disruptive or annoying, you can actually write down... Have you guys been there, by the way? No. no. Okay, so let me explain how this works. In Alamo Draft House, it's it's very small, very intimate... You you go you go in there you get seated, and um, there's like a, a, a notepad or just like papers and a pencil, and they give you a menu, and they basically tell you they come up like a server and they ask for your order before the movie starts, mm-hmm. and then when the movie started, if you want popcorn, drink, food, if you need any kind of service, you write it down on the slip, you put that slip in a little pocket on your table, and there's people in the back of the theater like three people and they're 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 looking for those slips. They they run up to you like very they keep very low. They grab your slip, see what you need. They take off and they bring it back to you in t- five, 10 minutes bonus. You can, you can rat someone out. If someone's being <laughs> too talkative or they're on their phone or they're being loud or annoying or whatever, you can call them out, write that on the slip and they walk up to them and they, if they, they give them a warning. If they don't stop, they get kicked out nice. because this is a sacred space for movie lovers. Wow. It's like North Korea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what the, it's DMZ, not DMZ. Uh, what, is that what it is they're like, not showing DM enough passion zone? to the movie was it, is that dmz correct what D, the, for the dm the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay so yeah it's like a dmz there mm. kind of but i was thinking dmx on my head for some reason so <laughs> no but um, animal draft house yeah give it to you so animal draft house i'm like i am in love with movie theaters again because of this experience and the strict rules they is have that in there. the
1: name of like the company the alamo draft that's
2: house? the name of the chain yeah And it's called Draft House because they have draft beer in there. They make their own beer. Wow. And when you walk in, dude, it's like, I felt like I was in like a blockbuster. They had old school movie posters everywhere. Nice. It was so cool. And I'm like, that's neat. And I think it's a little, it's not too expensive. It's, it's definitely reasonable, but I'm like, I'm never going to a movie theater again because after, when I saw Multiverse of Madness in there, the crowd sucked so bad. <laughs> I'm like I can't do this anymore dude it sucks because like that was like my church as a kid that was my escape from life was going to the movies and and it's like ruined now because Edwards, people Ontario. have no fucking manners. Well, yeah Edwards well I saw Top Gun Maverick there and that was I got lucky I think that was a great crowd but but still, that was
1: your place though that that theater in particular because that was probably that was mine my too, place growing up was Ed- Edwards
2: um, Edwards Ontario 22 on, in Ontario. Shout out! Um, yeah, that was my that was like my church. I was there like three times a week. Oh, yeah, it was like yeah. two
0: dollars cheaper than AMC, so I always went there.
2: But I
1: always <laughs> <Yeah>. but uh, <laughs> exactly. back in the day, it's like you you could uh, you could option the show times, though, and it's just right across the parking lot. Like, oh, I want I you know, they're they're showing here is at six thirty, yeah. but if I yeah. go to this across there, it's at six o'clock. I can like, run to that one. Yeah. But, Sorry, um, that was a huge. T- it's still funny that they were so close. That was a huge <laughs>
2: tangent. What I wanted to say was in Multiverse of Madness it was directed by Sam Raimi who directed Mm. the first three Spider-Man movies so there's a a scene I'm not gonna say anything to spoil it but like there's a scene in like the first 15-20 minutes where like something's going down and you know he said in Spider-Man 2 when they're carrying him like he's like jesus on the train yeah and no one's taking phones or selfies because that was pre-smartphone era there's a scene in a movie where something similar is happening there's like a lot of action going on and people are on the balcony watching and there's like a few people who have their phones out and they're just recording it you know and it's like sam raimi was like oh i have to incorporate that shit now because this is this is what the real world is like yeah like imagine
1: if they came out with a new godfather like someone had the balls to remake godfather Mm. And they modernize it to where you see mobsters on their phones. Like, it just, it would not, I'm sorry, like, I, you know, there's just, like, a to do a modern tale of Godfather now, I wouldn't like it, because I don't, I don't even like seeing the modern cars driven, like, it's do you know what I mean like yeah, there's yeah. just certain things well, think like, of like the departed like they're gonna remake Scarface they, they've, they've been playing like supposedly they're coming out with a new Scarface it's already like are they gonna CGI uh, Al Pacino but it's not like, gonna oh be no. about <laughs> it's not gonna be about you know the Cuban refugee crisis that had that was that pertains exclusively to like that time era this one they're gonna like have I think it might I think the Coen brothers actually penned a version I wanna say huh. um, if I'm wrong please call in live and you can <laughs> correct me <laughs> but uh, it's gonna probably be, a, you know, like a different, you know, you, who knows what it's gonna be about. But mm-hmm. it's not gonna be about
0: Florida in the 80s with all that, like. Huh. I wonder what it could be about. Just the fentanyl crisis and like somebody getting rich in Fontana. It could be, yeah. It could or be probably L.A. Probably you know, not Fontana. Yeah. Or yeah, it's
2: gonna no. be like a TikTok curator house <laughs> yeah. scarface was like in, in encino <laughs> what t2 was for you as a kid
1: what t2 was for you as a kid scarface was for me like oh really well i'm, I'm saying like high school years but like prior to that it was i don't know like jurassic park and shit yeah. but like i loved that movie <clears throat> I, I still love that movie scarface oh yeah i absolutely love that movie. It's a great movie um but
0: yeah they don't need to remake it no i'm good i'm tired of hollywood making remaking movies i'm just no. gonna go back to like Animal Draft House. I'm gonna oh, have been, that, dude. I've been going, going back in time. Films, there's so many you
1: know? 70s films that, dude. There's so many movies I have not seen even from the 90s. Yeah. Like uh,
0: I, I
1: have certain friends that are like cinephiles and like there's so many movies you realize that never went to theater, but they're like, like independent films that are so good. Um, but I've been going back to like 70s, so I, I've been re, I've been watching so many films that I've never seen that have big actors that were back then, like
0: Dog Day Afternoon.
1: Do, I've been watching. I watched a uh, Thief with James Caan, which mm. was Michael Mann's first film cool movie I I mean it's kind of a slow burn but then it really kicks in but it's still just great to like I speaking of like ASMR or whatever you're talking about (laughs) there's something about the old like sound of Hollywood like yeah like there's like a it didn't have as much bass so like even footsteps, it was very tinny. If yeah. someone's like walking in <laughs> yeah. an alleyway just in New organic. York, it sounds very organic. You yeah. know, yeah. you 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 just oh, I love like Chinatown. If you ever watched China, it has some of the greatest yeah. like sound effects. Um,
2: I love the I love. Uh, I was watching American Beauty recently. Yeah, fuck digital. I'm all about analog. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching American Beauty, and I'm like, man, I just love the natural sound of this movie like when he's running with his neighbors and yeah. everything is just, it's, it's just, <laughs> I love the feel love of the nineties movies. I know that was like, that was 99, right? Yeah,
1: that was, that's considered amongst many film like fanatics as like one of the in very important years of cinema. Cause if yeah. you really break down the kind of films that were coming out, mm-hmm. um, in, in line with what was going on in the world and just the kind of movies that Hollywood was putting out, it was a very important year for cinema. Yeah. Entertainingly wise, I would, is that a word? Entertainingly? Yeah. Ninety seven is one of my. That, if you look up all the films that came out in ninety seven, you're like Independence.
2: Damn, thing. there was like ninety seven. Liar, liar, ninety seven.
1: You you know what? Yeah, Someone yeah. looked it up on IMDb, but there was just like man, it was like just we were spoiled with so many good movies that are still classics by today's standards. Like you just, they're just classics. They're still talked about because they were so yeah great. I don't. I that doesn't happen. This I don't. I couldn't even tell you what's in theaters right now. That's how bad I am. She holds I know. I know. I know. Uh, there's a horror movie coming out soon. Smile.
2: <laughs> Smile. It looks great. Yeah, that it, looks it, fun. Looks, it looks a lot. Yeah, that I saw that really trailer fun. when I. Oh, so the, you gotta see the Black Phone. The Black was Phone was that good. I, I loved it so much. My I'm favorite horror Ethan movie Hawk of this fan. year. I like He Ethan is so Hawk. good as a villain in that movie. But I saw the trailer for Smile when I saw the Black Phone, uh, back in June in theaters. And again, this fucking this dude right to my left was talking the entire movie talking to the characters talking to the screen and this dude was like twice my size so I'm like I can't say shit because this guy could just stand up and he's going to swallow me (laughs) oh dude dude
1: every film I went to from like 2017 to like the pandemic I would always go with my friend we'd always go to the theaters every time we went there was always someone talking ruining the movies or being on their phones so that's why I finally just like dude I'm done I can't do this because I don't want to be I don't want to keep being that person that shh or you know, like, yeah, it, it, I, I think it just, it confounds me more like, man, you just have no, you just don't care. It's like, damn. Like, it's I also
2: don't... people just want to be, they want to be funny To, I mean, what's that? It's like, it's like when you go out with friends and there's always that one stupid friend who's like loud during a movie trying to scare you or just trying to stay, say stupid shit to the screen to make the audience laugh because they want attention or make Debbie yeah. Sue smile. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like 1950s style. It's just out of control and I'm, I'm not going to put up with it anymore. Yeah. yeah. So I th- agree. You know, I, mean, I don't that. need to
0: go to a theater to watch movies. I'd get a big screen I, mean, right here I honestly would access. go to a
1: I would go to a drive in before a movie theater, I feel. I went to a drive in yeah. recently
0: to see in Glendale, uh, to see uh, Almost Famous.
2: Oh nice.
0: Yeah. It was called Electric Bus Drive In. That's cool. Really cool. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was neat. It was neat. It was kinda I mean, kind of a small screen compared to the size of the parking lot that we were in. Like, oh uh-huh. so, yeah, this, yeah, this is fun. You know, it's cool. And it's so much better because you don't get to hear all these, you know, assholes around you, except every now and then people would honk or like, you know, slip on the horn or they would flash their lights. <laughs> they're bumping into stuff think. as yeah. they're doing it. Yeah. all like, getting... like,
1: but like, yeah, like I don't, where's the nearest mm. one from here? You don't really see drive-ins
2: advertised.
0: There's this one in, I guess that's Chino. I've been,
2: I've been to Mission that one. Inn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mission, Mission Inn. Yeah, Mission Inn. I've been there. Yeah. I, I saw th- Borat, <laughs> I, I saw Terminator Salvation and The Hangover back to back in 2009. You know, wasn't nice. it
1: sad when you heard about, like, when Christian Bale did that whole rant? You know, it really shows how, like, yeah, he's just really dedicated to this role. He's so passionate. He's just very, you know, so that's why he was very irritable. Oh, yeah. But then you watch the film and you're like, dude, why the hell would you even get mad? I, I would have.
0: Yeah, wasn't that for, like, The Machinist? Or something? No, it was for Terminator, Terminator Salvation. Salvation. Oh, he that's what yelling. that was for? He oh. was yelling at the, the
1: cinematographer, and I just go, damn, wow. like looking at that movie, it didn't matter. You're in a
0: green screen. Didn't You're matter. in front of a green screen the, whole, the entire time. It didn't matter or how good his that.
1: performance was. The craft of that film was just so miserable. Well, he, he <laughs> didn't want to
2: do it initially. Um, the director, McG, you know, McG, he did uh, the Charlie's Angels movies nice. in the 2000s, and he, he just didn't trust him. He didn't trust him that he could do this, and McGee mm, yeah. like begged him to do it, like, "Please let me prove you wrong. I won't let you down." And he also he ruined—he okay. also
1: ruined what could have been a perfect James Bond era for Daniel Craig, because didn't he didn't he do Quantum of Solace? I believe he did the second. Mick G. I believe. No,
2: he didn't do Quantum. That was uh someone else did Quantum. Wait, was a, that the one about oil? Wait a minute. Yeah, it's, the, all it's about considered oil. the okay. worst. Oh, sorry. It's considered the worst. Uh, Damn it! Now we're gonna get a fucking takedown notice. <laughs> yes. No, um.
1: Oh, I'm so wrong. My bad. It was it was this other guy. Uh, who, who was it? Well, he starts. It's Mark Forster.
2: Oh yeah, he's, what he's is, not great. What else has he done? He's not great. Sorry, Mark did, Forster. If you're to this. He, what did he do? <laughs>
0: uh, he did World War Z. So
2: yeah. He, he made a rated R I not, idea
0: PG thirteen. Like that movie. He it did, had its uh, moments. I think it had potential. Uh, that was not meant its but best it was, moment was yeah. when the Potential. credits rolled <laughs> <laughs> just but he did the Chris, wall of zombies he did quantum Solace. that wall
1: Ugh. quantum Solace makes you actually think about editing because there's so many unnecessary cuts it just takes you out the entire uh, film is cut so quickly yeah. yeah that i i was getting dizzy like i was getting like <laughs> sick to my stomach and i'm like dude they're they're literally be, and one of the reasons they tried to make it more exciting is because the script was, that was during the writer's strike when they had that huge thing in Hollywood. Oh, so the script was dog shit? So yeah, (laughs) they literally went, they started shooting with like pretty much an incomplete script, but they were like, you know what, let's just make this as flashy and exciting as possible because that's what people want. It's like, no man, because that's why Casino Royale was so good because it had such a beautiful balance of like great characters Uh and action. That was well thought out. This one was just like, it literally put Michael Bay's Camera work mm. to shame.
0: Like, it was... Like this it was is a problem when, when, when creators, directors, writers, everyone starts listening to fans, in quotes, mm-hmm. thinking that they're fans and they're not just consumers. They're, that's what the people want. They want flashing lights and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, that, that was problems that I had with the Elvis movie. Was, and <sighs> I, I, I shut it off. I shut at it at off. L- at length already. Yeah. Well, oh, I loved it. I saw it twice. But uh, I had problems with it. It was so sensational and ridiculous in so many ways. And it's like, that's what people want fuck what people want do you you do the creative thing and 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 the consumers will consume and the fans will like it you know tell that to ryan johnson who did
2: he directed the last uh um, oh shit the last jedi Jedi. oh really yeah Yeah. (laughs) he 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 tried to do something new and fresh and and kind of like take the whole concept of like skywalker and flip it on its head or the jedi i guess and he, he almost got, you know, killed from the face doing that.
1: Wasn't it, it, hey, it kind of hard, though, for you to watch that Elvis movie and not see Tom Hanks trying to be this guy like tom hanks is like becoming the new johnny depp where he puts himself (laughs) in in so many ridiculous like prosthetics and he tries to be these characters like yeah like you know disney's gonna remake alice in wonderland he'll probably be the caterpillar (laughs) you know he's got like this (laughs) he's 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 got this contract with disney (laughs) where he's doing he's doing like (laughs) dude he's doing the most ridiculous roles with some of these ridiculous accents and like it's like I can't. I'm sorry. I love you, Tom Hanks, because you're in some of the most greatest films. But now he's just like this. You know what I mean? Like, he oh, just, I got a
0: level with you. He, uh, he did. I forgot it was him. Like, because he just did. He played like just fucked up Carney Grifter so well <sighs> that like, I don't know. He was good. I, I thought it was good. Not his best work, you know. My opinion, Sully was better. <laughs> but yeah, <coughs> our Captain Phillips. That one. Just, That's one I was thinking of. Yeah, captain when I said Phillips. that Sully, was that even a movie? Sully. Sully yeah, was yeah. it was the, the, Clint Eastwood's. The plane that landed on the <laughs> Hudson River. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. 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 yeah I no, like that one. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the one with uh yeah, Captain Phillips. That was a good one. I like that one a lot. I never saw but that one. Oh, it was good. It was a captain, no. It was like directed
2: gosh. by Paul Greengrass, right? Uh, couldn't tell you. But do you when you, tell you
0: guys, when you guys go but
1: flying, it, that was, that was are you able when you guys go flying are you able to shut your mind off or do you just do you you just entertain? I could be that small percentage of airplanes that
2: fuck up, that just <laughs> go straight nose dives into the floor. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I hit
0: some serious turbulence on my last flight. I forgot where I was going. It was like it was getting kind of bad, like really shaking. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this might be it." Holy shit! We were we were coming into Ontario, and when we were flying over
1: Lake Arrowhead, and it was like oh yeah, insane. The and I was just like, uh oh. I okay." It wasn't insane, but it was like Not I don't great. experience. You question it. it. I don't fly a lot, so I didn't. expect yeah. you know, but it was you know, the, the two prior plane trips we did that, that week, it was like, oh, this is, it was smooth. And then out of nowhere, it was just so rocky. I'm like, damn, man, like, it just sucks when you look at the grand scheme of like, the history of aviation, like those poor, poor people that unfortunately were part of a... Weird know,
0: experiment.
1: You know, if their fate was unfortunately to go down with that. It's, it's oh my a, God, you
0: know, I, I scrolled onto a TikTok the other night before I fell asleep, perfect timing. Of the last words of pilots before the plane crashed. And I'm like, Holy shit. And it was always like, This is it, this is it. Holy shit. Pull up, pull up. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh. And I knocked out and I I'm sure I Ryan had Johnson about it. fucked up Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Release the be... Snyder Gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's... it was Paul Greengrass, by the way. Yeah. Greengrass. Oh my yeah. what a name. Right? Paul Greengrass. I feel like it's yeah it's a stage name Yeah, Paul oh, Greengrass <laughs> that's a great name though
1: if you're gonna be like I don't think I don't I don't think my name would be like I, I don't think my name's that do you think my name's that interesting I could just if I was at like Vinny Macias
0: I, does that sounds like you're trouble it da- okay. <laughs> it, it has you a nice. A good way. Well, I it drove three off. miles
1: over the speed limit, so there you go. I, <laughs> you. I had to rush to get here. I was you. thought I was going to be late. <laughs> no, he <laughs> drove three miles an hour so I over went a forty-eight hobo. miles an hour. <laughs> Didn't tell us that story. <laughs> um, Andrew Long. I it it, it has an, enough syllables that, that roll off the tongue pretty. Uh,
2: yeah, I was going to say the same thing about Vinny Messias. Vinny Messias. Yeah, the Macias It sounds mm. like a, like you're a mobster. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Whenever I refer to my friend Vinny, uh, everyone's like, my cousin Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you, and you definitely have some clout. Because I, I know my way. name,
1: like, you know, when you hear Vinny, it's always just like, yo, Vinny. You know, it's like, yeah, the, it's are the only Vinny cliche, I've met, I think. You know? that. But no one ever calls me Vicente. That's yeah. like my full name. But yeah. I mean, really, who's going to call me that?
0: I, <laughs> I could start calling you that. No, just no. call me <laughs> um, You're like, nah, I'm not done.
2: That's why I went uh, with Vinny.
0: What, how do you say your last name? Vieger.
1: Bieger? Yeah. Justin Bieger.
2: Mm-hmm. That sounds like a director's name to me. Justin Bieger. Directed by Justin Bieger. Yeah. Straight yeah. to DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight to Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even make it to Blu-ray.
0: Just straight to DVD. <laughs> no. No.
1: Straight to DVD. No,
0: people think it's made up and they never get the name right. And uh, I hey, I Beamer? hesitated because I didn't know
1: I didn't know how to like say it. Oh, like, it's okay. No one knows how to Justin say it. Justin Bieger. Yeah. Like right.
2: huh? When I called you when I got here, I, I said Siri called Justin and, and it said calling Justin Bieger. I was like, oh shit. No shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Siri said it right. Kudos, Siri. Yeah. She's learning me. I don't like that. Seriously.
1: <laughs> it sounds like a drink, like Jaeger mixed with Yeah. Maybe Yeager that you stir with your actual, you know what, it's now a Beager. <laughs> your drink has been Beagered.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't.
0: It's better than being referred to as Justin Bieber. So I'll, t- I'll yeah. take uh, that is Dick Roofy <laughs> over Justin Bieber. I had cool
1: nicknames. It. There was kids back in the 90s when El Nino was happening. They're like, it's Vin Nino. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I thought that one was fun.
2: Wow. I just got JB. Okay. They reduced my name to two What about orders. you, Andrew? Um, people thought it was Asian, one, because long, I guess. Oh. Um, I would get asked a stupid question Is it long, Andrew Long? Is it long? <laughs> Deadmau5 <laughs> did that to me when I met him in 2010. Really? You have a long dick? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. He was like, it was at Coachella. It was like a, a meet and greet thing. And mm. he, he signed, I took a picture with him. He signed my CD. He was, it was. Awesome, mm-hmm. and then he went. Um, as I was walking away, he was like, "Oh, ho, ho, is it long, Andrew Long? Is it long?" And he kept saying it. As I was, I was like already gone. He just kept saying uh, it.
1: You should have told them <laughs> that your stage name was a live rat. Like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> no, no.
2: You, you should have
0: said it's not long. It's actually I, a, no, know like uh, That's dead actually mouse. just you know. It's a but you guys would have been enemies <laughs> yeah. if you would have told him that you're a live rat. A live rat. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been. Yeah. No, I just
2: I just got that a lot when I was a kid. Uh, people thought I was Asian because of my last name, and then I would get asked that question. I don't know, but nothing else. I wasn't, I was like, I was kind of picked on a lot too, because I was just a quiet guy. I minded my own business. I didn't bully anybody. I just, Mm -hmm. I was just trying to like, just get through this fucking day, Andrew, just get through this day. I hate, I hated school so much. I, I, my, my, I was going through a divorce with my parents when I was like in fourth grade Mm -hmm. and yeah, I just, I just kind of like shut down and I wasn't like a loner. I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I just wanted to go home and Mm -hmm. play video games to get through what I was going through. But people want to fuck yeah. with you. But people, that, like that opens kids to like mess with you because you're like the quiet, shy kid yeah. who just focuses on his homework and, and now people are fucking with you. Yeah. It's and a that game was, of that roulette, was really, shitty. really because I pencils. feel like I was kind yeah. of,
1: I feel like I was kind of like you where I was kind of, I wasn't a popular kid. I was just kind of very neutral, but no one picked on me. So maybe I just got very, very lucky that I wasn't picked on. Like, And yeah. there, was, there was people that were the same as me, but they unfortunately were in the the right Unfortunately, the class with the, with those kind of assholes but they they, they sat right next to them because there were kids who were assholes, but I always saw them on the other side of the the classroom. Oh, the classroom they yeah. never sat next to me. But I don't know. I often I often like go wow, like I actually did I dodged pretty much all the bullets of like what most kids suffer with in school because I really never had any bullies.
2: That's good, man. You yeah. know what I had? I had friends who bullied me. Like I had I had friends who it's funny. I hung out with the popular kids, but I never considered myself popular. I just I think I just want to align myself with people who thanks buddy. I want to like align myself with people who were like didn't get messed with. I'm like, "Oh, if I hang out with them, no one's going to mess with me." And then they started messing with me too. And I'm like, "What the fuck, man? I can't win." <laughs> so so senior year of high school, I said, "Fuck this. I'm not hanging out on this like popular hill anymore at Rancho High." And I start hanging out under a staircase with like all the goth kids yeah. because I'm like I was like, I felt so alone in high school because of my music taste. Mm. I was like listening to like Depeche Mode, A Perfect Circle, Nine Inch Nails, you know, and, and my friends were like listening to like all the emo bands or like the pop artists. Which wasn't actually better. No. <laughs> and, and so I, I discovered where the goths were hanging out under yeah. the staircase. I'm like, these are my fucking people right here. Yeah. And, and then the, my senior year of high school, I'm like, this, these are my friends forever. Yeah. And of course, I, t- I still talk to none of them to this day. But no, um, but yeah, it was, it was an interesting experience because I'm like, I, I just I didn't like welcome anyone to bother me. I just I just thought like if I just like mind my own business and get through school and don't talk to anyone, this would be smooth. but, but no, it welcomed hey, idiots. Is't it
1: interesting though that movies are always accurate on stories that show the high school life, the popular kids. our main character is usually not the popular kid. He's the geek that everyone picks on. Isn't it interesting though just like in movies? when real life plays out by our age you see most of the cool kids are not really that cool anymore they 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 basically probably most of them just mm-hmm. have humdrum jobs they hate their 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 glory days are behind them whereas the geeky kids or the quiet artsy kids they're the ones that are the artists they're the ones that are embraced it's like that yeah. is such a true you know slice of yeah. of tr- truth yeah, like, yeah. did i just say a sle- true slice of truth jesus christ what did well, I just we'll say? cut that out can you it. please <laughs> <laughs> holy yeah,
2: I think you need a scalpel for that one. Senna. Yeah, please
1: <laughs> just delete the first hour. No, but you're
2: you're you're right. You're totally yeah, right. That's, like, uh, so many people that were the shit in high school, they peaked in high school. Yeah, and now they're just living mundane lives. Not they're not doing anything exciting. And a lot of them like follow me on Instagram, and they look at my story. And we're and talking
1: they, about like the the kind of the the. the like not just like kind of bullies in a way, like the people that just really thought they were hot shit. Well, yeah, like, like they want, it's okay they to be wanted attention. be Like yeah. there's still people that are pop, they were popular, but they ended up, you know, a lot of them did end up probably they still, fizzled out after high school. But because some of them probably they did lost just their audience, live a life yeah. that they're content. But like again, those kids that thought they were the hot shit, they were cool. It's like they end up, like you said, it peaks and then it goes down. Whereas for me, I feel like it's only,
2: you know, creatively. I, I think I feel like I'm still peaking creatively. Yeah, like I, like I mean, let's dive into it. Signals. yeah we we finally have a new song out and it took us four months to create you know and it's just i feel like i can speak a second language with you you know i feel like every time i work with you i'm just peaking creatively you know like it's a challenge too because vinny vinny's so creative with his chord progressions and his, his his piano skills and he creates these beautiful there was one song he showed me in my studio where that last thing, the the one I said, send me this next because yeah. I want to make a dance track of this because that that there's a certain note or a chord you land on that just made my heart vibrate in a way I can't explain, Ooh. and I'm like that is that is beautiful right there, and like that came from your brain. Well, be- I, you're elevating me with your music. I
1: feel like we do speak you do speak a second language, especially with a last name like Long. <laughs>
2: Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Next guest. Where's Potato? Put Potato on the microphone. Oh,
0: Potato was ready to cut the cord already, too. Oh, Jesus. No,
1: but, but, but really... Have um, you disclosed what Potato is? It's basically a pussy we've been passing around. The studio. <laughs> For those listening, Potato
2: is a small kitten. Very cute. He's jumping around. Biting my hand, I, I, yeah, he's like a little spider monkey. He's a yeah. And if you want, you can diverge or divulge um, the story of potato and how you came to potato. But I'd like to talk about signals and that process too. Eventually. Oh but, no,
0: let's talk about that. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll get potato, to potato will come eventually. later. Okay, cool. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the whole the whole way it started was like usual. Vinny asked me if I wanted to work on this track with him. If he he sent me a demo that um, I guess you could say was a song that. Is not going to be on your album with Faraway Fiction, and you know I listened to it a few times, trying to conjure ideas. And I don't know if I sent you ideas or if you just came over and we just we just like fleshed it out in the studio. I can't recall how that happened.
1: I, I think, think well, I feel like we always work better when I when I when you go come to your over, because um, a lot of those ideas, especially the uh, the second half of the song, that was just made up on the fly when we were there, because we were just in, in mm-hmm. such a creative high when we were when we were creating the song with like your drum beat and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is how I prefer stuff. I always prefer just like let's get in and just explore.
2: Yeah, I think I think the the best ideas happen when you're in person collaborating with somebody. Mm-hmm. But when when I'm like alone trying to come up with ideas and I'm experimenting, yeah, I, I kind of start to like second guess like is this right? Is this wrong? Will he, Will Vinny like this? Will he think it sucks? And I think I did send you a few demos of like here's a cool bass line we can incorporate or here's some variations of the drum beat because the drum beat you gave me was just a very, um, you know, it, there, there wasn't like any fills yet because all the fills and stuff came later. It came after we started working on it together. Mm-hmm. And the second half of the song, you know, the bum 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 That was not even in the first demo. Vinny came up with that bass in our studio mm-hmm. or my studio and... That, that that we just kind of dove right into it, and we created a completely different section of the song, where I like to call it, the first half is like the melancholy, you know, um, happy-sad section, and then the second half of it is like the uplifting celestial section, you know, it kind of like, it kind of blossoms into this entire entire new beat uh, thing, mm. and I feel like that wouldn't have happened if we weren't in the studio that day doing that together, you know, we might have just stayed the course with that first half, but... He came over and we were on this, this creative high together, just you know fleshing it out. And we came up with like a few different variations of that, but then we eventually just stayed with it. And then he added that that like uh, that synth line, you know. And then and then eventually, I think the last thing we did was when I was house sitting at my mom's in Rancho, you came over with your guitar and you added those those chords. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So that was the last thing we did was he added those chords. And then after that, it was just okay, cool. The arrangement's done. Now let's start mixing it. And I think that's where i i got to have a little more fun because when i when i not a little more fun when i um i mean creative fun where like we're when i'm in my studio i like to make things when i'm alone i like to make my music okay how can i make this dirtier you know how can i make mm-hmm. it more distorted or create moments or pockets of silence like uh the first in the first half of the song it kind of like uh you hear like a filter opening up and then you hear like a second of silence and then And then it just, you know, it just crashes on the drums. And then the synth bass is now heavily distorted. There's like this 8-bit sounding melody on top of your chord progression. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, you Mm. know? And I feel like that's where we shine is um, we can sit in the studio and flush out our ideas. And then we kind of like let it sit for a while and then new ideas come into play. And then I'll send Vinny something and he'll say, yeah, this works. Or like, actually, no, let's go back to the previous way. I don't know. I feel like that's the language I'm talking about is you kind of know what I want and I know what you want. You know, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's like a a beautiful relationship that we have musically. And I'm just, I'm super proud of how signals came out. I really am. How does your long,
0: uh, friendship play into that? You think, uh, you could have done this knowing each other only like a few years. You've known each other a long time. 15 years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I don't, you know, that's my thing with, uh, again, I don't want to, digress but like even again working on with the music with mike that i'm working yeah. on it's you know i'm working with someone that i've been work like i just like to work within my community of friends like i wish i was sometimes i go like oh i wish i could just open up and try to collaborate with as many different people but i'm just i enjoy the friendship with andrew and i just enjoy like him and i just think on that same frequency much like me and mike think on that same frequency um and I just feel very, like, I, I don't think I would do well if, if someone just said, hey, come do a free jam session with us. I'm like, not that I can't do it, but it's like, ah, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just very cut off when it comes to, like, making music. Like, I have my go-to people that I want to work with. Yeah, you're
0: like, pretty sure that we're paying And I don't know if well.
1: that, one could argue, maybe that that kind of mm. limits you. But at the same time, like, ah, that's like, it, I, I know what kind of music I like. Andrew, him and I have the same similar taste and same yeah. with Mike. So, um, so yeah. So it works out, I don't way, think yeah. it would be the same if it wasn't our long friendship that we have. Cause mm-hmm. thematically that's, that also shines through. Like Andrew and I have the same obsession with like certain visuals mm-hmm. and those certain visuals that we like or certain films we like, it'll conjure itself in some shape or form in our, in the, in the sound. Yeah. So that is the working. product I feel of like our history as friends and, and our shared interests. Yeah. It, I think it comes through.
0: Mm-hmm. How, uh, so you found your, you found your uh, comf- comfort i guess you you found really sinking well in the studio in your studio do you think you could do that outside of the studio Ooh. or are you do you think you're uh i mean if we had long enough you think this enough... is working too well in the studio do you think i was going to uh... say a shitty joke right now <laughs> <laughs> can i say it go well, i yes. mean if
1: we had long enough cables to go outside like yeah <laughs> then i guess in my pool area? yeah
2: um, no, sorry. Are they long, sorry. long? What was the question? I was I was thinking of that <laughs> shitty joke. <laughs> do you think uh, Do you think from this point on you'll need the studio? That's a good. That's a very good question, and I'm a, that's a challenge I'm mm. willing to embrace. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. What if the next thing we do, we completely don't do it in the studio? You know, what if we take a portable rig into like, you know, the forest or the mountains or something?
1: I mean, yeah. No, I mean, I I honestly enjoy. Like, when I look back, Andrew and I, our early band, our first band, we were in together. Like, my favorite aspect of my 20s was when I went to that garage. We all met up at Mike's Garage. Mm-hmm. And for those two hours, the garage shut, and we were just locked away from the world. Mm. Yeah. And I love the world. Don't get me wrong. As a photographer, I like to go out and take care. Like, I love that. But I also love, you know, getting, you know, uh, help me out again. You're my, You're my dictionary.
0: <laughs> like, just, just sequestering yourself in a... I would have never thought of that word. Damn, that's a
1: good one. Uh, but I, I enjoy kind of... So that's why I like the studio environment. I feel very uh, comforted, and I feel like I just love knowing that while the rest of the, the world is rushing around us, we're here just to focus on the music. So I feel like I focus way better. It would be cool to go mm-hmm. get uh, field recordings for certain <coughs> soundscapes. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I absolutely love the studio. Of course, I, it's, it's ideal, right? Ideal conditions,
0: everything's there
1: for oh, you. Oh, it's a comfortable bed. Yeah. You're just in there, and it's just, it's just everything just... I feel safe and I feel create, like mm. I can just express myself freely and not have to worry about what anyone thinks. So yeah. I personally love the studio space. And plus Andrew has a lot of cool lights in there. So that also, <laughs> that also, yeah. Ins- you know,
2: well, you know what inspired me to do that was Mike's garage. Cause Mike's garage, he had all these lights, and he put he put a a ribbon light around the drum set I was playing on. He just made it feel like we were playing every time we were in there. Mike made it feel like we were playing a live gig, like every uh, time. Yeah, there was really a smoke machine. Know? I was yeah, like, yeah. A, like
1: whenever I whenever I smell a smoke machine, like if it's like at a party, it I just think about the garage. Yeah, because yeah. that's where it was so I love that prevalent smoke.
2: was. That's the next studio tool is a smoke machine. <laughs> oh, it'd be great, <laughs> and
1: they're so cheap now. You could find them for right. We too. You can, can, can do that you could find a little that's mini true. one, a little mini desktop one.
0: Yeah. On, are they you know. good? Well, they'll get the job done, right? They're, they're,
2: I'll look into it. I'm serious. You know, I'll look into it. Yeah. I mean, but I think that's also subconsciously, like maybe that was like another reason why I put all those lights in there. And that's why you feel comfortable creatively in the creative space where we're just shut off from the entire world. And I have blackout curtains that cover my windows too. And it's like, you're in a creative box. It's nesting. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a little safe nest and, it's like anything goes in here. You know, there's no mistakes. We can experiment. We can get as weird as we want. It's just us in here and all these devices at our disposal to use to be as creative as possible. Yeah. And I think that's that's awesome. That's why <clears throat> every time I'm feeling, if I'm having like a weird day. I just go in my studio. I close my door and I just feel like I'm in my own little safe space. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I feel rejuvenated when I walk out. I just feel better. Yeah, And. Wow. And it's also like, I look at it like the, I built this, you know, I, 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 had a vision and I put all this in here and this is what I need to do. Like, this is my safe space. If I feel like I'm having a weird day or I just feel like I'm having writer's block, even just sitting in there sometimes in, in absolute silence, ideas come to you, you yeah. know, and, and your, your negative thoughts go away and mm-hmm. you're, you bad, you're bad. You know, if you had a bad day, like you're the, you know, someone just kind of rubbed you the wrong way or the your, the rules just kinda getting to you, all the current events and the news, you just go I just go on my little safe space and it, it just kind of all just like fizzles out. It's mm-hmm. weird. But I think it's nice to have that.
0: Yeah. It's it's best because uh it blows my mind every time musicians tell me that they that they worked on an album or a single over the phone no, over Zoom. You mm-hmm. know, they'll they'll send each other samples and they'll they'll go that route. And the fact that it ever comes out well to me is a miracle because that just Mm. sounds, the the coordination of that sounds so wonky. The fact that you're not in a studio together. Oh,
1: no, absolutely. But you could at least still articulate certain ideas because you're hearing
0: each other talk. Like if it was through text,
1: forget it. Oh, yeah. Forget it. But like, or just through email, forget it.
0: But I feel like being in the same room. No, I actually. I would would never want to
1: try that. Mm. I just, I Mm. wouldn't. I want to be there in person. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be interesting once we try to get back into like, like, you know, live shows. Like I know Andrew wants to play live. I'm oh please do Faraway Fiction. Like we want to try to do, do it, it to where we have like a night. I would love to try to run something out of DBA right here where we. Oh, I'll help we set have, it up. Let's do it. We have a yeah, night where we could do it. It's you know, possible. Uh, yeah, Andrew can set up his stuff. Then Mike yeah. and I could play. Like I would love to to put a night together. But it's gonna be so interesting to finally get back into like performing again, because I'm just, I'm so in love with just creating, like, just yeah. being in the cave. Me too. And not, like, you know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. I don't particularly, like, sit and entertain the idea of just going out on the road. It's like, no, I want to I wanna just sit and keep creating. Like, I want to keep making music. It's yeah. Like it becomes kind of a, you know, I become a hermit.
2: In You're like Aphex Twin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, diving into, like, the thematic um, meaning behind the song... I've noticed, like, the last three songs we've done, it always has... The, our central theme is, like, something has to do with, like, the city, you know? And I think that that ties into our love for film and, like, the movie Collateral, too, is... I love... It was a we, great movie. Yeah, it's, I, think, I think it's the one film we always discuss where mm. I love I love going through the city and, you know, especially, like, when I'm, like, on the freeway, I always make it a point to, like, look at downtown and just... It brings me back to when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know? And I spent a lot of time in downtown with my dad when I was a kid and and really do have, like, a like a soft spot for that place, even mm. though it's not very safe to go down there these days. But, yeah. you know, I still love going down there. I love that city feeling. I love the energy. And I think we've found a way to kind of, like, combine our love for the city um, and, you know, kind of put that into our music, you know. And with Signals, it's like that is, like, a song that you listen to driving through the city late at night, you know. And um,
0: you always have that feel Yeah, with your music. And it's great because it always paints a picture no matter where, no matter where I'm listening to it if I'm in the car or if I'm at home I'm always picturing just lights like dotted lights just filling darkness it's really mm-hmm. really interesting, interesting. How you, with his, how I mean with again that?
1: like some of his like like if they're like with electronic music you do have some repetition but it's almost repetitious like the the streetlights yeah. There's a uniformity of yeah. There's of, a rhythm. How, yeah. yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. it plays. I feel like it, that electronic music plays well with mm-hmm. the nightscape, especially those really yeah. late those really late hours on the freeway where everything just feels different. Most yeah. people are at home, and you, but you're out there with these night night owls. You know, these yeah. fellow night owls. It just it, there's a there's this different vibe that the night takes on that that the day can never really you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And to what you were saying earlier about uh, just sitting in a room quietly, ideas start coming to you. The quiet of late night city, right? You, maybe you heard a bus passing on a on the street, you know, like down the yeah. street. Maybe there's somebody walking. Well, one by of the early songs, mm-hmm. the first songs yeah. we
1: did together was uh, was it False Dreaming? False Dreaming. Andrew mm-hmm. incorporated uh, in the background. You hear a sirens, like an ambulance. Yeah, and it
0: was so subtle. It was perfect in that sense.
1: Yeah, no, I, I always Thank liked it. that. And yeah. you even hear like. Uh, like a car driving by like a yeah like it's yeah. part of the yeah. actual like and that stuff like, for me you can
0: barely tell what it is but like when you hear it again you're like oh yeah that was a car that must have been a car yeah or you yeah, start yeah. looking around you know no, it's yeah. layering yeah. layering is
1: important and he's good at like creating space so, yeah like, not everything has to be he always told me it's like he's like when it comes to mixing he's like you can't have everything competing he's like imagine having a small room with all these guys just boxing each other <laughs> <It's> like, like, <laughs> yeah. he always uses yeah. this analogy and i'm like that makes sense because it's really weird and disturbing. It Looks like it'd be like an internet like meme, like this 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 cube, <laughs> yeah. with Just all these guys just in it boxing and yeah. No, yeah. One, no one even has enough space to even like wind up their punch. Even though no you don't room wind for up. an argument. But I'm saying like that's He always explains mixing like that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but his is anything but that. It's like there's <laughs> a lot of different layers.
0: Yeah.
1: I was actually listening to Fall Streaming today. It's been yeah. a while, and I I just. Again, there's so many subtle soundscapes Mm -hmm. that I totally forgot about. I was like, oh, wow. I feel like I
2: need headphones every time. To fully appreciate it, I need headphones. Oh, I'm all about creating little moments of ear candy, especially with signals. There's like this, in the second half, there's this little synth that goes like around your head. Mm -hmm. It pans from left to right, and you can only hear that with headphones. Yeah. And I love doing that because it it kind of brings the listener back to the song. Because, you know, when you're listening to music, sometimes you might drift... Or you're, like, doing your dishes or yeah. cleaning your apartment, whatever. But if I can just capture your attention for, you know, a few seconds mm-hmm. with a little moment in my song or our song that just makes you go, what the fuck is that, you know? And it's like, oh, that was cool. And then you're back into the song. It's like I try to have little moments of ear candy, like little pockets here and there yeah. that just keeps keeps everything moving and keeps you engaged. Because, I mean, let's face it now, like, music is kind of like an afterthought to most people. Like, mm-hmm. they put on music when you brush your teeth or when you – or cleaning, or you're driving, and you're always, we're so in our heads these days, because we're overstimulated by everything going on, yeah, but if there's just one moment where I can bring you back into that, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to take advantage of that, you know, I'm going to do that, and uh, yeah, I just think the last few songs we've worked on, you know, if you're, if you're a a filmmaker out there, please hire us to score your film, because (laughs) clearly you and I, like, the music we're putting out is. Very cinematic and.
0: You're both cinephiles too. Yeah, we're like
2: cinephiles. I mean, the music we the music we're making is clearly music for for visual media, you know, and 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 that's that's like the next avenue that I want to explore is we'll getting. Do,
1: we'll do 15 second TikTok music <laughs> uh, anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, I deleted media. mine. No, I, I
2: yeah, I got, I'm off uh-huh. TikTok now. But no, but um. It's
0: probably for the best.
2: Yeah, I just. It's such a time suck. Yeah, it's. I mean, I was. I was, you know, doing okay there with my videos and stuff, Mm. but I just, I'm not a content creator unless, I mean, I make music, which is, you know, considered content, but like most people do like tutorials and I just don't have time to sit there and respond to questions and, and, and take requests and, you know, it could become a
1: a, a really a second job with the amount of, especially if you want to get to those levels of people that you see that, that have that, those many followers and that much like success rate. Like, you don't realize the behind the scenes for any of those kind of models or musicians or any influencer, like, they put a lot of work. Whether you like their content or not, it's mm-hmm. that's up to debate. Oh, you know, cool. But really, like, no one knows the behind... Even the people that just open toys, like, they'll be like, you know, my, <laughs> my nephew used to watch this one guy. It was clearly an adult guy opening these, like, toys and talking about, like, collections. But I'm like, it's not just that simple. Like, there's so much behind the scenes work he's doing to get the algorithm in his favor and to, like... You oh yeah, Because yeah, I, I post, post stuff. Creative. Or... I post on my my YouTube, but I, I, over over the course of like four years of posting something, I maybe got like 50 views on like yeah. one of them and one of my films, and I'm like, damn, like it's because I don't even try, like because mm-hmm. I don't have the attention or care, and that's my problem. Like mm-hmm. if I wanted to get there, I'd have to hire someone to like do it for me, because I just I'm like Andrew, like him and I would rather just keep creating stuff. We don't want to think about. That's a whole nother. You know, I'd rather put all my my mind power to like trying to make more music, you know, like my mind energy, like,
0: yeah, that's again, just what you said. That's why you hire somebody to do it. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
1: I can't, I'm not a Renaissance man in that regard.
0: Well, like, who I, wants I to do all the boring shit? Like that's all the boring shit of like, you know, playing with an algorithm and, and having to hashtag everything. And, and, and with like
1: social media like, wow, too, it's gotten so sorry to, I don't want to digress too much. I want to get, we're going to talk about signals, but yeah, like that. I don't because it's changing so rapidly, and I never got on TikTok, and TikTok is like the, the perfect example. Like, yeah, I don't, it's ever changing. The trends are ever changing. Yeah. How to stay in sync with all that. I can't do it. Like, it's, so I was like, dude, I'm just job. done. I'm like, I can't yeah. do it. Yeah. So I appreciate I I love being off the grid now. And like, again, like, I don't, now I don't have to worry or think I have to cater to these people that I think are interested in seeing, I'm not saying not, I mean, all my friends that know me, they like seeing my content because they know I just posted, but at the same time, it's like, I could still have those conversations with Andrew. I could still share stuff with Andrew. You know what I mean? Like personally, like just texting him. I just felt very hollow when I was on social media. Like,
0: yeah, and, and you wiped it clean,
1: right? I I wiped that ass completely <laughs> clean. He dropped a fucking nuke on all his accounts. I wiped it clean, and then I used a bidet. Like, it is completely... I, I, there's no trace of me. Only on and then you went colonoscopy to make, to make sure nothing was left on the inside. No, no pixel was yeah. there. Yeah, all yeah. I saw was um, an empty user photo. And you know what? Get this. So, like, when I finally addressed that I was leaving, that's when I got the most DMs.
0: Mm. not
1: What's even wrong, about bro like, you okay, yeah, yeah, like, are you okay it, bro? yeah you know it's not when you post a picture of your face like i sent a joke video to andrew like because i created a few promo videos for him mm-hmm. and one of them literally was a zoom out from like a model the back of a model and then it just goes directly to her ass and she's wearing like a <laughs> bikini and it says signals and i'm like this will get us views this as, will get us clicks as, it, it really as, would as stupid fu- and funny as it is it would actually work 100%. So if we were like you know in like the rap you know we were like rappers or something where they kind of they like they, they like talking about money and women and all they they showcase that yeah that's they probably get the most views because that, that's what social media caters to 100%. is people that want to showcase all that kind of stuff where it's like for us we want to show a beautiful imagery of a city and all this cool stuff no one gives a two shits about that unfortunately well, not every specific group of people but there's a specific yeah. it's like a niche uh, here's a word I never is it a niche 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 yeah yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. i've heard i've heard niche and niche but it's niche it's yeah like tomato yeah. tomato yeah it's one of those yeah. where i'm
0: like i bet we're all saying it wrong and yeah no one and we're, wants all, to we're all being us. polite yeah. just not
2: <laughs> it's too late to ask like. but uh, yeah. no
1: it's 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 unfortunate because it's like i've heard this term before where it's like oh it's a necessary evil you know like yeah. you need it to like and yeah i agree i agree but there's always those exceptions you still hear about aside from that and i still believe like that can happen in your favor Ultimately, at my age now, I just care about creating. I just want to create as much stuff as possible. Good. And whether it becomes something or not, I don't care. I it for me, it's my own personal check off list. Like, hey, I got to create music with my friend, and it was a great time. I could have just sat and and ate Cheerios and watched TV, or I could actually just hang out with my friend and create music. That for me is like everyone. I think needs a creative outlet. It doesn't need to be music, but. It just, that's so much more important than being on social media. You know? Yeah. And either
0: way, people are thinking, you, know, you know, jerking out. Especially if you thing. don't
1: really have a good, like your phone doesn't have any good, like it doesn't have a good signal. Speaking of signal, let's talk about the song. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's why I'm here, to give Full that circle. signal a boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I uh, we I guess, I forget what we were talking about with signals, where we left off, but. You're, I, we were talking about
1: your name. Your last name being misconstrued for Asian.
2: Andrew Long? Oh God. Back <laughs> that to that. That was a long no. time ago. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I, I think our music is... We, we, we combine our styles in a cinematic way because of our love for movies. And our, also, like, film scores. We, we love film scores. We we share... He shares a lot of... Um, what's his name? Your favorite composer who passed away. James Horner. Mm-hmm. He shares a lot of, you know, songs with me from movie scores. and And that, to me, is like... That's, I think that's like where we conjure up our ideas mm-hmm. for our, our our songs that we collaborate on is, in my mind I and when I work with Vinny I'm always scoring mm-hmm. something even like on my own music I always pretend like there's a scene in a movie I'm scoring or writing to, mm-hmm. and it makes it it makes it tell you know it makes it more exciting for me because I'm like man I would love to score a movie you know I would love to score something mm-hmm. eventually or even just getting our songs um, a sync placement on some kind of visual media I would love to see one of our songs recontextualized for a commercial or a TV show or a movie w- whatever it is i just want to know that like our music is conveying a feeling mm-hmm. to some kind of visual media you know
0: and beyond beyond just like this catchy tune like uh going back to tiktok you remember how that king con and barbecue show song got popular. Everybody uses it in the background. Oh, no. What, what is song it? is that? Oh, you hadn't heard of this? No. It's called the song's called Love You So. And it's just like this little, it's like, you right know, acoustic, like, a, yeah, it's like, you could still hear it on TikTok. Everybody uses it. And some, for whatever reason, it just became all right. popular. Show me it out here. I cause will. I'm yeah. Because yeah.
1: maybe I have heard it, but I just don't know the, the name.
0: You'll know at the moment you hear it. Well, okay. I, you deleted all your shit. So I don't know. Um, is it like as big as like the Six Flags theme song?
1: Bum, 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 <laughs> bum.
2: Oh yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll play it after this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um,
0: yeah. But it for whatever reason it just blew up. Yeah. So and it's a good song, but nobody's listening to the whole song. It's more it's just like a sound bite for TikTok videos. Uh, and I think you, I, it'd be cool to do that, right? But you want to do something more substantial. You want to do something that hooks people and really like the, the, hits them in a certain way this one is like oh it's a fun song beautiful song when you hear the whole thing by itself but for now it's just candy yeah Are i want to get
1: him i have been telling him like i want to work on a ep with him or you know yeah something more substantive i i have a lot of ideas that i i literally i just i have a lot of bass lines i have a lot of melodies and i told him i was like oh you know it's been fun putting out these singles but i feel like we could totally churn out a three four
0: song yeah EP. Oh yeah But we would can, that sound sure. w- Would that feel like Mass production At that point I mean Because it's not What you're doing now You're not doing You're not cranking out EPs You're putting out singles Which is great And that seems to be the move Seems to have been the move For a while Everybody's know, just putting out singles Nobody wants to hear albums anymore Which I think is bullshit I love albums Yeah me too I have to say this though
1: Is it I understand it's people's attention span Because mm-hmm. it, it, I do believe it is like, Yeah I, I don't know what it is to be Sixteen to be part of the pop culture and what you know the trends and all the everything like it's different. I get that, but I have to ask myself: is it is it that people don't want to listen to long play you know albums, or is it just that the albums aren't good enough to support a long extended? Oh, it's probably it's
0: both for sure. I mean, you know, like. It, Name your poison. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I
1: I like to take the risk of trying to make something that could be considered a good listen through the entire time. Uh-huh. That's all I will say about that. Like, I I just often wonder like, is or is it just like someone would say, hey, your music's really good. Unfortunately, I'm afraid it's just too long. I can't. I couldn't listen to the album. You know, it's like, I just often wonder that. Like, is it? Are people able to put out content that's just interesting enough? Because Here's the thing. I say, books. No one complains about the length. Movies, movies for the most part, people will watch the movie. Two and a half hours are like literally every movie now is is over two hours, if not two and a half hours. Yeah. And no one seems to complain, but when it comes to music, it can only be a single. Yeah. It has to be three and a half minutes long, and I just go, why is that with music? It's very interesting to me that everyone else has patience to read Harry Potter's eight nine books. Yeah. They can watch, you know, they're going to watch these new avatars that are probably each going to be th- almost three hours. There's going to be four of them. But yet when it comes to when it comes to music, though, just put out one song every year, three and a half minutes. It's like... Because you can't create do you know what playlists I mean? with, mo- so, with movies and books. But in, this is in line with what I was telling Andrew. Like, I just don't... I don't care. Like, I feel like, you know what? Everything, like, just like fashion, everything comes, mm. like, full yeah. circle. And I think eventually... If if I had my dream, like one of my dream things would be like to bring the like not that it's not out there already, but it's like I want to get people back into like concept albums. Like man, it's beautiful to like that's what it's to gonna really be. engage and yeah. like you know like and that's why I want to make more content. Like we're you know we have more songs than eventually we could put out like if we have enough songs, I would love to to print like vinyl. Yeah, and then, and then people be like, hey, it's a limited collection. We only we only pressed a hundred of these. Yeah they would sell because people like to collect stuff still and, it, and then we could then we could incorporate more of the visual art attached to it that that pertains to the
0: uh do you remember when people were making those little CDs yeah back in like high oh, school yeah those mm-hmm. were so short-lived yeah and it was for that little part of the tray yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was so crazy I had a friend yeah. who had a camera that
1: was one of those yeah because I always had base tape I mean base tape Jesus <laughs> Jesus <laughs> cut that out <laughs> uh, I had tape-based cameras. That's all I ever had. So the fact that he had the CD one, I thought that was so cool. Yeah, those tiny little ones. I'm going to
0: use the
2: restroom. Go Nobody's that. leaving. Sit what? your ass down. you want to pause? you want to take a break? Give me a diaper then.
1: No, let's actually move the podcast. Let's move the microphone. Take the microphone. It's wireless to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> so we can hear every...
2: ASMR while I pee. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Excuse-moi.
0: Get that piss shiver. In. And we just hear one little
2: because <laughs> that
1: always happens when you're at a stall at a public place there's something about when when i you know for everyone like you start going pee you feel this urge to also like uh oh. like i also feel like a knock on yeah. the back door too <laughs> so like when, there's either there's always that like when you're in a when you're in a pup uh, like a when you're in a restroom at a resh- anywhere at a club or whatever and there's multiple stalls there's always that one guy that will just let one out because he doesn't care because yeah. like, everything's just relaxed in him. So it's as common as like the single pubic hair that finds its way on every rim. Of every, <laughs> you know what I mean? True. And some of those true. things are talking about long play albums. Yeah. There's some long LP stands for long play and long pubes because <laughs> God damn, you see some sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm Just looking down pook, and I'm like, dude, pop trim your damn <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. See what happens when Andrew leaves the
0: conversation. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> I, to I get to go into my true self. <laughs> there was some again on TikTok, somebody somebody was in the bathroom and this guy just let out a fart the guy next to him was like, Oh my god, what mm. the fuck, bro? Yeah. And It's like, we're in the bathroom. What do you want? Yeah. No, it's and you know Yeah, of course uh, it smells like shit. I
1: know, but I, I have a thing. I really hate using uh I wish I had a I don't give a fuck attitude, but I, I do I like... There's only been a few places I've gone to where the actual... Uh, what do you have?
0: You have the wall stalls? Is that what they're called? Oh, oh yeah. Just the stalls? What's the difference? What is that? What are you talking about? The stalls are like the, the closed rooms and then... So the closed room ones... And then there's, there's urinals. I
1: forget where I was, but they were actually closed rooms to where people couldn't look down and see your legs. Oh, yeah. They couldn't see anything. It was like... Why can't they make every restroom like that? Like, cause that I do like my own like privacy. Yeah, Android. Swear to God, we're talking about signals.
2: <laughs> what did I miss? What did I walk yeah. back um, into? We're, we're turning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're turning pubes into antennas Ugh, to pick so up your sorry, signal. I'm so sorry, dude. I don't know what happened. You'll have to hear this part. This took okay, a radical like turn I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it when it's like, out. Like, once you left, it was like
2: all, you know, just whatever. It just turned into Howard Stern? It turned into, like, Rosie O'Donnell, like, By the after
1: way, the view.
0: If nobody has any objections, I'd like to bring out Potato because I think he's freaking out, and I don't want him to shit in my Yeah. Pillows.
2: No, please bring yeah. him out. Yeah. I love me some Potato Skins. Um, um, ooh, Jinx. No no, have to kill me. (laughs) That was crazy. See how we think alike? Like we
1: both said um at the same time.
2: Exactly. Um Dude, I have a lot of cool uh
1: you know, now we're just bullshitting like we're not a a podcast, but I have a lot of great uh baselines. There's some send them, please. And there's there's literally one I wrote that literally sounds like I feel like it would be like a muse theatrical baseline. I was like, like, ooh, this actually sounds because it's it's very theatrical. It has a very big like. It sounds like it would be in a like a movie, like a like a I don't know. Mm. I'm excited. You um
0: Oh wait, but that was that was, was that was going to be my point earlier. If you guys are going to print anything, it'd be really cool, maybe to bring out those CDs. Because what if CDs come back? Isn't that going to be weird?
2: That would be weird because vinyl know. is still on a huge resurgence. And I know cassette tapes were coming back for a while, too, but I think that's kind that of... That was short. That's kind they, of, of, they were very that's exclusive. Yeah, kind of died out, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that died, with tapes died out. <laughs> Rhino Records, Records had that.
1: Yeah. Rhino Records had a little section. Um, but yeah, it's... it's. I don't think tapes are going to come back. But vinyl is still like my dream, just because I love the large uh, artwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but with... In, but with CDs what was great is you you had a, a lyric booklet and you had there were still a lot of fun things with the CD but uh, yeah, you know I do I do miss physical media um, and I understand like by today's standards it's not everything's going digital everything's going to be on the cloud everything's like you know even headphones or I find it harder to find certain headphones I like that aren't I don't like wireless yet yeah, I still like cords, but it's like, Vinny, get with the times. Like it's just, <laughs> Dude, it's here just to stay. Get the AirPods. It's bro. here to stay. I the can't. AirPods. They fall out of my
0: ears. No, get the
2: Pro. Get the Pro.
0: You know what I do? I have these headphones. I plug. I gotta get a dongle because I gotta. I is that I, what that's called? Uh,
2: yeah, dongle. Sounds like yeah. a dingleberry how, variation.
0: How like phallic <laughs> is that? I have a dong. <laughs> yeah. No, it
1: is. It's yeah. It's a messy situation between a a dingleberry and a dong. Yeah. A dongle. So I hear you though.
0: For wanting to, for wanting, uh, longing for the past. It's like I have this. All these adapters. Huh? All these. I, yeah, i got this adapters. adapter. I plug <laughs> in my over-the-ear headphones, <laughs> and I have. <laughs> what? Sorry, I missed that. Damn it!
1: Only one of the most obscure movie references that no one will know because I feel like the studio erased the film from like existence. But it was Max Payne. With Mark, With Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg's
2: paint it's a oh, movie. Man. It was you know one of the worst. Wasn't a video one of the games? best video games, but
1: worst yeah. movies. Like, translated. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. It was worse than Mortal Kombat Two: Annihilation.
0: I remember their whole thing was like zooming in, like slow mo, on a bullet. Because that was yeah. that was yeah. big. Yeah.
1: Even though Matrix established that, that was that move. That game was so that was like my favorite growing up. But they killed that movie, and the dialogue was so cardboard. Like and there's one line that Andrew we remember watching it in theaters and at the very end he's confronting the you know the final boss if you will yeah they're on this dock in New York and the city's in the background it kind of looks like the game snow is falling okay but what is the immortal what does he say what is the line he
2: says so Mark it's Bo Bridges by the way the actor Jeff Bridges brother oh shit yeah it is yeah. Bo Bridges and he's he he gets confronted um and Mark Wahlberg has the gun aimed at him and he goes all this snow. And yet, it turns out to be such a beautiful day. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it just, it just, it just came out of left field, and then Mark Wahlberg fucking blasts him into oblivion after <laughs> that. But, oh man! But it's it just, it, we you, just laughed so hard that line because but you, we already knew this movie was so bad. There's so many movies, though.
1: That's what's crazy about like with Netflix and Amazon. There's so many movies that are that are, from the past. I can't tell you how many movies I see resurface after that cycle, like of a yearly cycle, where you'll see a certain movie on for like couple months then it goes away and then it comes back you have never i have never seen max Payne like on streaming like no they, they literally i think they just forget they they I remember what uh, a couple of years ago when he, Elon Musk was putting that, you could see those satellite things going into space. What did he launch? There were oh, a, Starlink. Yeah. I told Andrew was like Andrew, I guarantee one of those just has a huge space load of every physical copy of Max Payne, and they just, <laughs> they just fucking blasted that to the sun to be incinerated. Or it's probably in the trunk they have of the master Tesla headed to Mars. Yes. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Like it was so miserable. Or they, or they, or they, yeah, they did. They they blasted the movie maybe to another solar system that might like the story, but it was it was.
0: Freaking miserable! Oh, that's the reason they're not contact- contacting us. like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" If yeah, this is their
2: best, you know, very very bad movie. Could have sent
0: the Godfather. Could have sent. But you
1: know, what? Where? How did we digress into that? We were talking about.
2: Um... We're talking about the dongle thing. We're talking about. Uh, we're talking. <laughs> no, we're going back to the music talk. We went. We were talking about headphones, and I had mentioned oh, to yeah, you yeah. Air, the AirPod Pros. Are I hated Apple headphones until I got those, and I'm like, these are the best fucking headphones I've ever used in my entire life. Just please get them, get the new ones. They, they just came out like a week or two ago. Are they ago. like?
1: Do they? Because dude, the problem I've had with those earphones is they fall out.
2: No, they they have That's these cush- They have you can actually put it in your ear and go on your phone, and they can they can come. Um, it's hard to explain how well, how this works, but it pretty much fits itself into your ear. It like it, it has a technology Ooh, inside of it almost that almost like man. It it like it like conditions itself to fit your ear. I'll never forget it's back in, in the, the day, yeah. Reebok Reebok
1: used to have these shoes, um, running shoes that had pumps. So when you ran, the air filled inside of them, and they they would like you would feel them start squeezing around your ankles. So oh they, they was forfeiting. Forfeiting. yeah, it was form fitting. It was great. It's probably, I remember that's when Austin Powers was. It's Powell's probably grew the reason up. I have spine issues now. But <laughs> man, it was so revolutionary. Yeah, yeah those that's
0: probably weren't weren't good for your uh, back. Yeah, all
1: my discs are all probably just off now. But uh, what a time though. But no, man.
2: Get those headphones. They 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 also have noise canceling, and you just Ooh. you press and hold on the stem, and it toggles between transparency mode, where like it opens. up Do they up, have uh, Twitter canceling oh. on them too? It has human cancellations <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, it, it has that. This human is offline. Yes, yeah, human's offline, baby. And it has a uh, noise canceling mode, and it, it actually has a th- like my watch, my headphones. It tells me if it's too loud. It'll tell me like, hey, you're hitting oh, 90 dB. Great. Turn it down. It's dangerous for your ears, dude. That's my fear: is getting tinnitus. I have tonight, or tinnitus. You have it? <laughs> I think I, well, I went to go see an audiologist last year, and she, she, I told her, like, I hear, there's like a ringing in my ear, like, twice a day, and sometimes it goes away for a few days and it comes back, and I just need like a hearing test, and you know, just to see what's going on in there. So she put me in something very similar to an anechoic chamber, even though it wasn't one, where she, there's like no sound in there whatsoever, and I'm just listening for cues in these headphones to see if I can hear it or not. And basically, my right ear is fine, but my, my left ear has a really big dip um, at four thousand hertz. She's like, "Yeah, that's that's where your damage is right there." Damn. And that's why you hear that ringing. She she said, "Yeah, that that's that's you can't fix that. You can't repair that. It's it's mm. permanent." So, but she's like, the best thing you can do now is just make sure you wear ear filters at concerts. Don't listen to music too loud in loud environments. Put on your filters. Put on your, your headphones or whatever you can to you know condition or attenuate the sound. Um, that'll help. Mitigate it, but as you go on through life, it, you can't get rid of this. Damn. But I feel like there's a lot of things scientists are doing today mm. to actually um, reverse tinnitus in, um, in human hearing, and I, there, there are there are certain technologies that are doing it. Like they're very similar to how like hearing aids work. That was Justin's tinnitus. Was that my ear or tinnitus? <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, or perfect your, timing. Your microphone. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I can't recall if she told me I had tinnitus for sure but she did say like you do have a huge scoop at 4000 hertz but that's okay because when i ma- mix and master that's a frequency i always carve out because it's yeah. just it's where a lot of instruments coll- like clash and collide and it's always good to dip it out just a little bit mm. because then you you reduce muddiness doing it that you know oh. carving that out just just a smidge like one or two db mm-hmm. but yeah um i do have hearing damage and it's my fault so Fuck me right. Mm.
0: Yeah, I've stood in <laughs> front of a lot of amps uh, at shows trying to get a good shot, and uh, damage is done. Like damage has been done. Do you have tinnitus yeah. too? Uh, it's not like I've noticed that. Like my right ear is a little dimmer than the left, mm. and I don't hear ringing, but like the highs are going. It sucks, man. Uh, you know. Lucky,
2: you know. <laughs> Mine goes. It goes.
1: It's like <laughs> less uh, less sound money developing long developing inside. apps, like tens- more money.
2: 30 seconds, maybe
1: more money towards medical science to figure out how to cure these, these terrible. Yeah. We got dick
0: pills. How about
1: ear pills? I know. Why do
2: we have boner pills, but we don't have ear pills. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is I think I, I believe, I believe Viagra was
1: like a Viagra was actually initially intended for another medical use and they started realizing in male patients that they were all, they all had in common that they were getting erections from Mm. it. So I, it was, it was repurposed for, (laughs) for that. I'm pretty so sure, I, there was a, I used to watch these these documentaries on the 90s a lot, and, and one of them talked about Viagra for some reason, and it was like, yeah, there was, it was a mistake, like it wasn't, it, it's not like someone, hey, I want to I treat erectile dysfunction, it wasn't that, yeah. it, was like, it was like, oh, all these side effects are giving guys, you know, this, so let's just repurpose it as this, and that's how, you know.
0: <laughs> if it lasts longer than four hours, that's the, that's the original use, and you probably don't want to do that, because it has something to do with the yeah. military. Our next song yeah. should be four hours, and it should be like, called Viagra Head. <laughs> Viagra Head. <laughs> Viagra great, Ears. There's a great band no, that's called it. Viagra Boys.
1: No, Viagra Ears. Viagra, Viagra ears. ears? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Viagra God. Ears will be the next. Uh, Boner it'll, pills
2: it'll, for it'll your It'll be an EP, ears. but each song will be an
0: hour. Stiff Cilia? Is that what they're called?
2: Oh, Cialis? No, no, what are the, uh, what are the hairs called? Oh, oh, well, not your... your cochlea. Uh, no, cochlea is the, is the little...
0: The, the, the cone. Yeah. Not the cone, the, the, the shell.
2: The fi- like ear fibers, pretty much, but I forget what they're called. But the f- yeah. I have a book about all this, too, and I, I forgot all this information. Uh. Um, mm. But yeah, it's. if you're listening out there, I hope you are not blasting this in your ears. Please treat your ears like you do your body. They are very precious. And uh, wear ear filters at concerts. Unless you're treat, watching uh, no no tr- no no you,
1: you said it wrong treat your ears like you would treat you know your the you know the front cover of your phone like you oh. don't want it to get cracked uh-huh. or actually no I I have I have, I have one better people care about their phone
2: I have one better treat your ears like you treat your social media <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Pretend like it's all perfect, and, and your life and is losing, amazing. Yeah, no, no, perfect. And you're and the happiest losing, person in the world, and you're having a great time at the beach with your friends. Pre- treat your ears like that. Losing, but there's no taxis, backsies it's Losing all, exactly. decibels, losing <laughs> likes. losing
1: decibels in your ears is like losing followers. Exactly. Oh, you go. don't you want. You know it. how well that's and, gonna work. And while <laughs> while while it's negative for people to block you on social media, it's positive for you to block out with earplugs some of the frequencies.
0: Ah, we're yep. onto something Block here. Block out those negative reviews. Exactly, <laughs> all negative of that shit. Comments. I'm
1: telling you, we. The problem is, is we're at. We gotta stay. We have our age group. We're hmm. trying to stay relevant with what's going on. Because again, I often entertain like, what is it to be a the high schooler now? Like, but I, again, I wasn't like, I wasn't really clicked in with what was going on in high school anyways. But like, what are kids like? What is it like, like to have a to have a classroom where every kid has a cell phone, you know? Yeah, where
0: every every room has a TV. Yeah, I don't, I don't.
1: All my references I use are so outdated, and and kids (laughs) will be like, "What are you talking about?" Like, oh, I'm like, oh, you don't remember that? Oh shit, that was like you weren't even born, and that was like. Oh, remind me to show you. That was in the early 2000s. You still weren't even born. Oops. (laughs) I have to remind myself that, like, more
0: often now, like, shit, I'm. That shit was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's I went on a crazy. hike with some coworkers, and this latest batch of coworkers is young 20s. And uh, they were talking about how they missed CDs in general. Like oh, their wow. generation missed CDs. And I was like, I still have all my CDs. Yeah. I was like, and we, we were going off about, like, me and uh, a, co- a coworker who's about my age, about our age. And. We're like, oh yeah, they would scratch, and we had the anti anti shock. um, And when I didn't button on the, I used to hold my
1: fucking Walkman. I I had so many Walkmans (laughs) in high school that I would go running with. I had one that had little to none anti skip, so I would have to run with it like I was holding a pizza.
2: Like and it worked. Oh yeah. <laughs> it
1: worked. And it, it was great. But then I remember my sister had this one Walkman that I, I would love to just buy one if they still had it somewhere. It dude, it literally had a rubber sealant around it for water oh. and it had a latch that hooked on. Oh, I remember that. And it had yeah. like a Nintendo sixty four like joystick on the top right that perfectly fit your finger and it, it fit the contours of your hand. And you could dude, you could do whatever you could shake that thing endlessly, it would never skip. It was the most robust Walkman like CD player Walkman.
0: Because um, at a certain point, it's a matter of physics. Like if this thing's moving, it yeah. can't read it, right? But then,
1: but, but here's the thing. I embraced iPods though. I loved iPods. Oh, me
0: too. I had my first one <laughs> stolen almost immediately. I
1: took, I went recently to Yellowstone and I took my iPod for the reason. I think I took, remember I sent you a picture? I took my iPod. I had one of those those I've had a, I had the first nano or the first mini. I had a few variations, but the, my brother gave me one of his that was like those long uh, slender ones.
0: Oh, the stick of gum. Yeah, what were they called? It, they should have been it looked like a stick of gum. It uh, wasn't a nano. The nanos yeah, were like But it was a like a mini. Square. It was
1: like a new variation. It was a new generation of the minis. But what happened is I was I li- I bring iPods whenever I know I'm going to go into like national parks because there's no uh, service. So your right? your Apple Music is gone. Your yeah. Spotify is gone. So as long as you have either a CD or a Walkman, you can plug it into your car or just listen to headphones. And I was doing that and we we, we kept getting in and out of the car to take pictures. And whatever happened, it slipped from uh, where I must, when I sat back down, it must have fallen from the seat right in between the door. And when I went to shut the door, oh. I shut it on. But here's what's great. It still works, but it's literally bent. And what's funny is when you hold it it actually fits even more comfortably in the hand. <laughs> but it still works. And I'm like, dude, that's such a testament to like, you know, how great it was. Like I, I love that technology. Me too. But I you don't have that. you don't have you don't have the, the freedom to go to, to explore everything, just everything you've purchased. Yeah.
0: So that's or the one limitation. But the more yeah. I think about
1: it, I pay ten dollars a month literally to sit and listen to the same shit. It, it's like rare that I here and there I'll discover new artists and it's like oh wow this is a great one this is great but I just notice I'm like man I'm paying all this money for not even exploring the full potential of what Spotify oh, or Apple yeah. Music has to offer you know what I mean because there's doing? just so much music there's just too much music to to find yeah it's endless
0: and well I, and then you could I mean just let it play you know that that's the trick is just let it play let the algorithm well it eventually learns you anyway you need to just create new accounts or or throw throw it for a loop and you know put on Kenny Chesney and see what happens yeah. But uh, yeah, I started, yeah. I started putting um, all of my music from my computer. I started looking up all those artists and putting it in my Spotify so I can access those because I would have to look them up or I forget which one I, you know, what I have in my personal library, and and then I'm realizing I'm just listening to the old shit again. I got Spotify so I wouldn't do that anymore, and I'm just I defeated the purpose. So I got to like unlearn a lot of behavior.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we just we just go back to what we're comfortable with you know
0: yeah mine is you yeah you know interpol and uh yeah yeah yes and oh uh, good choices <laughs> great choices <laughs> everything from the mid-aughts uh voxtrot i've been playing a lot since i saw them last night and uh holy shit that was a millennial wet dream
2: man yeah i i for me what i do on well, my apple music is i'll go through um i'll find like, an artist i listen to a lot and i'll go to the very bottom like similar artists yeah and i go through their catalogs and I'm like, oh, cool! I just discover someone new. That's how I discover. That's how I mainly discover new bands and, you know, artists now. Is I just yeah. look at similar artists to what I like, and then I'll find a playlist that they have, or like they have like the essentials playlist, and I'll dive into their catalog. Um, but yeah, the radio, the radio portion of it's kind of cool. I hate the um, when you go on Apple Music. That's what I use. I'm pulling up right now. When you go on the browse section, that's where I'm like, I just get really sad, because <laughs> it's just like all the Apple Music. um uh, like algorithm playlists, it's like the Super Bowl halftime headliner, Rihanna. Oh god! And you go mm-hmm. to the playlist, and it's just like Pitbull and DJ Khaled and and all these DJ cookie cutter Khaled. fucking artists. But again, it's like it, that's just my taste. You know, I'm not trying to slam anyone out there who likes these artists or or bands or whatever. But um, yeah, I think with with finding music that you like today, you just have to like picture like it. You're at like a record store. You're just you're just you know flipping through records until you find something that sounds cool but it's,
0: again a niche group of people that still yeah do again that that's an antiquated thing. box yeah. of
2: people you're right but yeah but yeah i mean um some song was playing
0: at my work today and a co-worker was like oh my god i love this song and it's like this like, kind of depressing pop song just sad about love and heartbreak or whatever it was so empty so soulless mm-hmm. but the co-worker loved it and i was just like I can't judge you for... You know, like, I want yeah. to. I almost said, like, what a dumb-ass song. Like, listen to this and that, blah, blah, blah. You want feelings. And I almost turn into that old man. Yeah, like, yeah, hey. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's what we don't want to be. We don't want to be those, those old dudes who are telling people, like, I'm right, you're wrong. Your, your taste sucks. Listen to this record from 20 years ago. This is real music. You know, it's like we like what we like. And uh, I wish we were in a world where everybody respected that. I feel like the younger generation, though, like, they're way more in tap or in touch with you know respecting people's feelings and all that crap um we'll see how far that goes because social media (laughs) again is a facade and we're we're all pretending like we care about everyone and we all care about everyone's problems that are not ours you know and we're advocates for all these social justice things going shit going on in the world i don't know but i think you just just like what you like and don't shit on other people i you
1: know yeah Yeah. i often wonder how much how much um, sincerity is behind a lot of those things you just mentioned because some people just like to follow trends and they just like to feel like they're a participant. 100%. Yeah. That's and that's I awesome. often ask myself, like, how passionate are you about that? Because people do like to get this high or this dopamine just going like, hey, I support that. So people, people will like me. It's like, yeah. ah. You know how
0: passionate they are? Nothing actually changes. So that's how passionate they are. Yeah. You know, yeah that's the awful
2: truth and we'll end it there good night yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: anyway signals is out now on all platforms is there a platform you're not on grinder we're not on we're not on <laughs> no, I'm we're not on, well, sh- we're not on, on cd Grindr. it's on grinder baby
1: we're not on cd or vinyl yeah sorry this is those uh, count. uh you, we do have eight track <laughs>
0: we we're have an
2: on we're on cassette tape we're on uh Gramophone. Gramophone. <laughs> no, we're, on, we're on Napster. <laughs> one of those wax tubes that they um, Yeah. Lime LimeWire. No, yeah, LimeWire. No, we're on all streaming platforms. Um, if you want to buy it, please buy yeah. it. It's on iTunes. If you want to just stream it and keep it in your pocket at all times, that's fine too. If you want to go on YouTube and play it at your grandma's on a Sunday afternoon, that's fine too. Grandma will love this song. Um, but yeah, uh, on to the next one, my friend. More to come. Yes. Stay tuned.
0: Yeah. And this is under Human Offline, right? It, it doesn't say like, <clears throat> featuring Vinnie Macias.
2: Nope. No, yeah. we talked about that. We talked about um, she put like Human Offline slash Far Fiction. But no,
1: it's we.
0: Uh, I don't know if that's like, is it necessary?
1: Uh, no, because really? we even talked about it with like, oh, when you look at the song and it says in like parentheses featuring Vinnie Macias, yeah. I go, you know, you're
0: turning into DJ. Oh, I don't time. No,
1: I don't I feel like while it is, it is teamwork. Like I, off, again, um, Andrew, you know, I provide these ideas and then Andrew completely sonically carves it out. Yeah. So it's a human offline song, but it's a collaborative effort. But I, I told him right off the bat cause Andrew's very like accommodating with like, Hey, do you, are you sure you don't want any credit? Are you sure you don't want me to put your name? I'm like, dude, no, I, I, I enjoy being behind the scenes. Um, I don't, I don't need to have my name, uh, you
0: know uh, oh thanks dude yeah you don't it. have to you don't have to have your Blaze, name i don't have to have my name blazing yeah. on the the cover but of on liner time. notes so when you do if and when you do print start printing things you'll be yeah. in liner notes or here on a podcast versa. like or i said i'm podcast. off the grid this yeah. is the only you are i, I the don't grid. exist setting because in a you way, had it, great work and i looked forward to your post yeah and, but uh, i'm here in
1: person this is my face in the book yeah this is my space yeah you know what I mean? TikTok, you, know the, you know the youngins are using go. <laughs> <Yeah. anymore>? exactly. <laughs> so that's how I view. It. I'm the phys- I'm like the Whole Foods of social media. <laughs> I am organic. I'm all there. Like it's what you see is what you get. No filters.
0: I want to be at the Sprouts.
1: And the last time I saw you, your hair was not that long. No, it's been a while. It's yeah, been I like too it. Long. I like it that long. Thanks.
0: Yeah, it looks good. I've been yeah. trying to see what see what
2: happens. You know. Andrew's the <laughs> hairiest Amongst us
1: like he, No he's tame right now But he has the ability To get like Bigfoot status If yeah. he just says fuck it If I
2: just let myself go f- mm-hmm. No I'm kidding From head to toe I would be one Single strand of hair <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> I'm not even it's kidding It's crazy like I can't I'm not a very hairy person I tried growing a beard
1: And I I mean If I would have never cut it Who knows what it would have become But it was just getting to the point Where it's like I don't really want to have a beard. I don't care. Like I like having stubble. Yeah. But I'm just I can't. I couldn't do it. Like I did it for about a month, and it was just driving me insane. But I realized I had so many little patches. I'm like, man, I just I don't have I don't have it. I can't, you know.
0: Yeah. So I don't I just, like it either. I I'm gonna get rid of this mustache. Um, I did it for a while, kind of over it. I don't like grooming. Like I don't care to. Yeah. I'd rather just keep it. You don't,
1: you're not, you're not Jelaine Maxwell. You don't want to groom, <laughs> shit. oh my god. <laughs> well,
0: see, that's where you're wrong. Free, free Jelaine <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> no. Hair no. is one thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> you know who doesn't have hair I see what you yeah. mean hey real quick Andrew I know we keep yeah. saying we're ending but this is like the return of the king we're just gonna have a bunch of false endings this is like a Lex did Friedman you not, podcast did you not well no if it was Lex Friedman we would just talk be talking like this and like, talking yeah. about AI yeah. so yeah. what about what about yeah. love how does yeah. Love, yeah. Uh, love
2: I love 7-Eleven yes. <laughs> I listen um, to that yeah. one reason that um, sorry what's your question
1: uh, you someone okay what was that app where people could send Celebrities can send you a, Like a birthday shout out like Oh cameo Cameo You had one from Chris Hansen Did you not? Oh my god I did What? And Which is so crazy Because I like Dude this summer I went down a rabbit hole On YouTube And I watched all of the Like oh, old school so dark. Yeah. catch predators Okay Um, And it, I, I I don't even know Why the fuck I'm talking About this right now
2: can't, I have an idea. Do you want to close out this episode with me playing the video? Fuck yeah. Oh my God, okay. please do. So for context, it was my 30th birthday, and Jason Knott, you, you fucking beautiful man, he got me this cameo for my birthday. This is Chris Hansen giving me a birthday shout out, and um, he mentioned to, to Chris Hansen about I had surgery, but it's by the way, not everyone knows this, I had surgery four years ago, surprise surgery. I had something called testicular torsion, where my right testicle rotated inside my scrotum, cut off blood circulation. I have heard of this. Yeah. And I almost got an um, a infection to my bloodstream, and they had two hours to basically s- save it. Or otherwise, <gasps> I was going to die. It was, oh was going to be God. fatal. And this is what Chris Hansen had to say about that. <laughs> Brought to you by... Yeah. That was not supposed to be in there. We got to cut, cut that part out. A modern term on. for what you had would have been called testicular offline. Oh my god! Uh. <laughs> uh, sorry, after that part's cut out, it, we I no here, here cut it out. I found the video. Here it is. No, 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 just the here add it is. Gold. Here it is. Oh,
0: <laughs> so I don't get pulled.
2: Why isn't it playing?
1: Because you still have that wuss four G. You're not on the five G. No, I'm on. I'm on the five. g <laughs> Are you in six G? I
2: don't know why it's not playing. <laughs> In OG. You're on that antiquated 4G. Get with the times, dude. <laughs> Unable to load video. Oh, sorry, guys. No video today. No, Damn, you can't. Did he, you hook did up to his. Uh, is it clips? on your camera roll? I don't understand why it's not playing. If
1: someone knows what's how to fix this, call
2: in. Wait, hang on. I think I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll, I'll find Jason uh, when he sent me the video. This is how you do it. Because
1: if it's on your camera roll, you shouldn't have to worry about. Service. That's where I was
2: looking for on my camera roll. Um, yeah, it's gone damn it's not it's just right. not so can fun. you bum er that sucks okay well we got to cut out that entire last half <laughs> so cut to this part uh sorry everyone the video would not play on my phone so um thank you for having me justin it was of good of course seeing you guys, thanks for always. coming over guys yeah so good anytime to see you i love it's coming down long. here yeah yeah it's been long enough for you to
0: see my hair grow yeah <laughs> after the fact so we gotta hang out more i keep saying that but we gotta hang out no more.
1: it's it's great to finally catch up with you and and we gotta
0: yeah. go on
2: drone adventures too we do i know we gotta Did you go. get a drone too no i i mean I, I, no, I have a drone i do oh nothing like yours i haven't even flown it yet um uh, okay. but yeah. i have a very small drone and it has a camera on it so Sweet. i have to learn how to fly it maybe i'll I mean, Bring it'd it be to. it'd be
1: boring to have a drone without a camera. I mean, yeah, from there what's it'd be the like, point? What's the point? Yeah, you can't see anything. It's
0: fun. It's neat. But like, yeah. just to just to have a camera, just to have a flying camera, is the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Yeah. No
1: more throwing my phone in the air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or Thank tying you, it to everyone. A bird. Good night. Good morning. Good evening. Good, good night, night and good night. luck.
2: <laughs> hey Fletcher. <laughs>